right. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Hey, I'm not sure how to feel about today. This is like an extra day. I don't even know if we're getting paid for this. It's leap day. Only comes around once every couple decades or so. Uh, February 29th. It's every four years, right? What are supposed it. to do? Is everything free today? Yeah. And the locusts are coming out I, this year, too? I don't it's even crazy. know. What? Anyway, how do they we'll, pick which? We'll uh, we'll guide you through it somehow. I seems weird. I don't know. Hey, it's mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Speaking of weird, we're on the weird end of the FM dial. You know what I'm saying? We're uh, one of uh, one of Rock's last great morning shows. That's my opinion. Let's do today's starting lineups. You know the players taking the field. I don't want you to go. Uh, Uninformed. The man straight ahead, the hardest working man in show business. Ladies and gentlemen, this man worked so hard, he woke up 10 minutes late today. Mm. I'm sorry if that happened to you, Chewy, but you know what? You deserve it. It was a traffic team. You get a little bit more of that rack time. You know what I'm saying? He's uh, a heavyweight champ, ladies and gentlemen, in everything that he does. He's actually knocked guys out in the ring. He's knocked them out in the street. He's knocked them out in the bedroom. On the runway. He knocked one out last night. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, takes your phone calls on the fly. He's our producer. He posts up the podcast. Oh, man, this guy. It's almost like he has three hands. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the amazing Mr. Chewy Eldorado right here. And the man to my right. Thank you. Yeah, he had to go up into the attic and get the winter clothes back out. Oh, boy. Looks great in them, though. Summer's over. Leap day, looking mm. fine today. Mm-hmm. Looking all John Dutney. That's a Yellowstone reference, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he is uh, a former star of weekly sitcom television. Uh, Spin City? Oh, I wish. West Wing. Mm. East Wing. Oh, man. <laughs> he now resides in the East Wing, ladies and gentlemen. He's also uh, a stand up comic, and there was a day where he traveled the world. Making his bones on stages from coast to coast. Ladies and gentlemen, today he's Austin's greatest living storyteller. And we get him every morning right here in this chair behind this microphone. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, one more time for the marvelous Matt Bearden. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm going to reach down deep. Deep and find the energy. A little off this AM, but he's not. He actually keeps us always pepped up. Uh, he's our own cheerleader. We can take him anywhere, mm. and he puts us in a good oh, mood. Mr. Positive, they Sometimes call he puts us in a good mood because he's in a bad mood, and that works just fine as well. We don't care. We don't care how he delivers it, and neither do you. Neither does the board over at the uh, the board of trustees at the Re- Texas Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> Neither the folks uh, over there at GSDNM oh, or at the I uh, that place. or Hi, at the guys. Frank Irwin Center. Oh, I missed that place. The people at the Fox and PM Magazine. Well, I don't miss they that. They didn't mind either. They loved them through and through. We're glad to have him here, and you're glad to have him here. Like you, that's why you make a little space for him in your heart every single morning. And he climbs in there, and he screams, and he yells, <laughs> and he bitches, and he moans. And you go, oh, there we go. That feels good. Now my heart's a ticking. Ladies and gentlemen, he's your father. He's my father. He's the Bob father, Bob Fonseca. Remember, I changed my brand in 2024. 
Thank you for He's that. cool, Bob. Yeah, thank you for uh, for uh, running down my resume. It's funny that you should bring all that stuff up because that's exactly what I was thinking about when I was driving in the day. I was thinking, I'm trying to think of the opening of my, my book. I'm trying to think of the forward, you know, mm-hmm. the, the preface. And I was thinking, how could I possibly live inside this body for so long and not know the person that's occupying it? Mm. Wow. Is that, is that existential? Like, like, how do I not know what my own strengths are or my own weakness? I know what my weaknesses are. I don't, how do I not know at this point what I should be doing? Doubt like cloud? What, what my strength is. It's not even no. doubt. It's just... That's thing, though. You're, 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 it's just like... Your confidence is separated from the rest of your body by a doubt cloud. I, maybe. But I know... Like I was thinking, because I was listening to some records that I like today. Okay. I was listening. Actually, I was listening a little bit of Elvis Presley, which I rarely do. But I was like, man, that James Burton can play guitar. It's like, how could anybody that plays music be sad? How could anybody that has that That's skill? Because I don't have usually the, the emotion that starts it all off. Because I don't have that skill. I think it would be pure bliss and pure release to just be able to pick up a guitar and play any song at will or sit at a piano and play any song at will. I think I would be like the happiest person in the world. Nothing could bring me down. But yet I know so many musicians that are sad. Or what would it be like to be able to tell a joke in a crowd and get laughter from thousands of people or hundreds of people or whatever? But then you're sad. Like, it seemed like that would be something that would give me great happiness to do. Everything only relieves so why do the we... constant stress of existing. What do you mean? Explain that. That's a little deep, you're for, only, even for me. You're only going to get moments of happiness. Existence I is guess suffering. So. But why do we want something that, why do we want to, why do we strive for stuff that we can't do? Like, Explain. Uh, we want challenge. Like, I will never be able to play an instrument with any proficiency. Yeah, you, you weren't born to do that. Well, what was I born to do? That's the eat, thing. Eat, That's what and I was poop and have sex. No, you, you only yes. kind of some like people that find idea. some people find their like that guy that reviews food. Chewy, I was thinking about that all day yesterday. So, you you speak to tens of thousands of people every day on the radio. If you wanted to do choose choose on on Instagram, you would be. We could help you become. Here's, bigger than anybody in that space in Austin. Here's why I would be good at that and you wouldn't be good at playing guitar. I'm obsessed with food. You kind of like the idea of playing guitar. I'd like to be in a band. You need to be obsessed with the idea then and obsessed with every single day. Yeah, I guess Learning so. how to become better. Yeah. But you're not. You got a lot of things to do. And it's not really top priority of things you'd want to learn. Well, just because you're obsessed with something doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. I was obsessed with killing myself for a while, and uh, you didn't and put I in failed. the ten thousand hours. Did you I even failed. try? Did you try <laughs> I did. more than once? I did. I did try. I tried twice. Uh, that's not. We shouldn't laugh twice. at that. That's that's so sad. Are and, we not and, supposed to make light of our failures? It's terrible that you know the human condition. Well, because it all comes back to this. <laughs> One of our ancestors learned how to plant a seed, and once they did that, they started giving us free time. But the thing is, is that genetically we were not, like no animal really has. You exist to feed yourself and to reproduce. That's it. Life started getting complicated after we learned how to grow our own food because it meant we were no longer hunting, hunting, gathering, gathering, hunting, gathering, gathering. Yeah. We had too much spare time. And so we filled the spare time because when we have spare time, we do think about existence and we think about the frailty of it all and we do think about the suffering. So we find these distractions like guitar. 
And yeah, but some Fortnite. people have made millions of billions of dollars doing that. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them. You yeah. are not one of them, yeah, and sure do. you will never be one of them. But my point is, how can you, do you feel like you really, now I'm thinking of that song by that woman about, I've been, haven't been to I've me. I've been to paradise, <laughs> Do you feel like I've you know who you are, Chewie? Have you really, me. like you've occupied... Hey, You've um, occupied that body for decades, right? Um, Have you really ever stopped and thought about who I am or is yeah. just a stacks and stacks of memories and experiences that I've had and which means I'm completely different from what I was 20 years ago mm. and you're going to continue to be no, somebody evolving. slightly different. Evolving or devolving? That man you were fighting with this morning is the one you're going to be making love to tonight. <laughs> then you should read more just about Buddhism and content, contentment. I, I, you know, I did. You know? I went to that place. I went. I tried Buddhism for a while. I didn't tell anybody. He was mad that he wasn't the best at Buddhism, you so he stopped. Buddhism. When I left the when I left the other team that I was playing for my whole life yeah. because of just weirdness there. I oh, was it, what team was that? Straight dudes. <laughs> It's not going to be my day today. I took I took it on the chin. I took it on the. You want something else to take on no, the chin? <laughs> I took it la- yesterday. I took it all day, and I think I took it. I think I took it. Where'd you take I took, it? Where'd you take it? I think I took it in the spirit in which it was intended, and I had fun with it. I okay. didn't take it. I didn't so take it personally. Bob. But I, but we can't do two Bob days in a row where you guys are just. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable we're today. I'm opening you, myself up to you guys today. We're telling you, you have to commit to what you're good at, and we, Chewie and I are going to commit to what we're good at, which is disrupting your day. <laughs> but I went to a few Buddhist services to, to check it out. And you didn't win? You well, didn't, I didn't win know, Buddhism? I didn't know what... Then well, I it turned out he was just at Panda Express, <laughs> and he left. <laughs> that was, I, I do that feel was a whole other experience on, later on. <laughs> he was... One, right. at one with that the was in the seated position. <laughs> Crab Rangoons are always. I was a uh, pro- uh, yeah. I tried. I looked at that for a while. I don't know. I like some of the ideas of that. Okay. But man, some of those services or whatever they call it, the at the temples or whatever, those are long. Yeah. And when you don't know what they're saying, that's and there's a lot of repetition and stuff. So I don't know. It sounds like our show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Music was my, is my religion. That's what I. That's where I. That's what I... You, know, you like listening to it. Listening to it. Not, okay, yeah. I can't. I don't have the skill set to really be good at it. So but, why don't you... But but li- I, everything I learned about life, I learned through song lyrics and other people that I admire. Like your YouTube should be you going through different vinyl and going to this song and explaining to people why this S is dope. I know, but vinyl uh, reviews don't do big numbers. They don't do. It's not a review. You're not reviewing this for. Yes. Are you doing this for numbers, or are you doing it for you and your soul? I'm not trying to please me. I'm not trying to please you. I'm trying to please the algorithms in the sky. Well, that's never gonna. Okay. Well, then. The the algo in the sky. There's the source of your sadness. Yeah. The the source of your sadness right now is that you're trying. The only people who are making it with the algorithm are the people who are loving what they're doing. Yeah. I'm not sad at all. I'm just... Bob, you just opened up your algorithm tracking chart. I can see what you're doing. You're looking at view charts right now. I made 69 cents yesterday. What What did I do? 69 cents in mailbox money. And you put that together with the day before. If you put together something... 46 cents. That's over a dollar. And you were telling me what to listen to sonically... Yeah. Today, I, I, I thought about because you. of what, whatever. I got Thriller out yesterday. I would listen. 
Because yeah. not only vinyl lovers, but people that are about to become vinyl lovers. Well, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll try that. But in, in my the history, I've tried that a few times, and it's just like, it just falls flat. And you get to throw in a story about how you met whoever. Yeah, but you run out of those really quick. Boom, I just saved your career. Dan? Hey, I just wanted to, uh, first of all, Bob, not cool. Second of all... Wait a minute, uh, what? <laughs> not, not cool. Just, just settle down. You're okay. This constant quest. I didn't really say I was wanted... wasn't okay. I think I'm doing I, I wanted, okay. I, I, it's okay, Bob. Sorry. Sorry he wants you to no, feel better. He no. wants you to feel better. Matt, you, but you've Matt. come at it at a bad angle. Yeah, you came at it at a bad you angle. Did you did approach it. Here, come, took, here, come back in. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna put you on. Hold. We're gonna put you on. Put you on. Start again. We're gonna put you on. Think of what you're doing here. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Caller. Hey, Dan. Matt. I think you need to rethink uh, animals and free time, because like, look at otters and dolphins. They have tons of free time. That's it's worse than the first one, I think. So what you're saying is that the problem isn't that we learned to plant seeds. The problem is that we left the water. No, the problem is we forgot how important free time is. Mm. Oh. The otters. Oh. Can I can I point something out to you, Dan? Yes, please. Otters, dolphins, both cuter, friendlier animals than human beings are. Uh, I, w- I might take issue. I think I think I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but dolphins are kind of a holes. They think they're people. No, they're a holes. They're they're terrible. Look into it. They're they're terrible. I asked a dolphin if it was an a hole once, and you know what it said. <laughs> thank you, Dan. All right, Dan. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. I think you need to reconsider how you do phone calls, Dan. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think. I think you need to re. I think you need to re- reconsider. Did we fix anything? Down. No, I just don't know why he was coming at me. He was trying to cheer yeah. you up by saying, "Hey, you don't need to do I'm this constant quest. Today, you don't no. have to constantly look out at." How to fix yourself is what he was trying to say. Think about so I, could, on the, I knew that it was coming from a place of love. I have an hour drive in. I got to think about something. <laughs> is that what it is? You have to do too much thinking yeah, yeah, on the drive in. Yeah, you said there's that that time alone. That's what you need to do. Can you get? You need a little tiny Muppet that can ride shotgun <laughs> with you and you can talk to. On the one way of those in. blow up passengers yeah. that I can put in the. That's when you should do the Bob's YouTube. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ah, yes, my friends. Click, click, boom. We go through the cliff bait so you don't have to. Uh, let's go through some unbelievable things that people wait years for. By the way, your your click, click, boom has been has been slamming lately. Thank you. I've upped my research. And I'm going to tell you <laughs> that uh, right now I think the wait list to try to get, like, uh, UT basketball tickets is, like, two or three years uh, you can't get tickets to go to the Q2 Stadium. You either got them the first season or you're you're kind of SOL. Ed Clements will be there. Let's get into some of these things. There's a nearly a 40-year wait list for Japanese beef croquettes. What? I want one now. I know you do. That's why I wanted to start off with this because as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is really going to trigger. Let me Google this. Japanese Chewy. beef croquettes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm already in line to get some of their strawberries. In Jap- in Japan, there's a family-owned butcher called Asahiya, 
and they are known for their Kobe beef croquettes. What is a they croquette? Are, they I don't are even potato know. Potato and beef dumplings Ooh. that are covered in a crispy coating and deep fried. If you want to buy a box, the weight currently is uh, 43 years. That's a chicken fried steak. Other croquettes only have a four-year weight, which you can probably just nap your way through. But uh, the extreme croquettes come, uh, and it's nearly four decades to wait for an extreme croquette. But if the beef is that good, why are you you messing it up with panko or whatever? I'm going to croquette before I get to eat it. Eat it raw or blue or lightly seared. But well, they come in a package like this. That looks like something you get from Omaha Steaks. Why can't I just get that? I can get I can get those at Omaha Steaks. What's taking Steaks. so long? Now here's the genius. Bob years. talks about this all the time. Loss leaders. The owner of the shop realized that realized that when he started online sales, uh, people didn't like to pay premium prices for beef online, so he sold the croquettes for a dollar eighty. But they had nearly twice the amount of dollars value of beef in them. Hmm. But he was hope he was hoping that when people came by to buy those loss leaders that they would buy something else and it would help him out. But the fact is now these loss leaders people everybody wants them they've all jumped in and it's working really well for me anyway. The demand is impossible to keep up with and uh yeah, it's now 43 years. As of January 2024, there are currently 63,000 people in line. That just doesn't seem like a lot. Can we get this guy to help him out? Get someone to help him out? Or You could grow your own cattle in less, what, 15 years or something? I don't know, 10? And make your know. own croquettes? You can grow cattle in less than, I mean, let's be honest, you can, veal is about seven months. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Too Too soon? Too soon? Uh, the wait list for Packers season tickets. Care to take a, a, a stab at, at the list has four, 147,000 names on it. Hmm. Wow. What about the Masters? Doesn't that, does that even well, have a wait not, list? We're doing, I'm guessing. We're doing check, 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 drop, please. Gotcha. Wait, what's it called? Click, click, boom. I can't, I'm not just looking, I'm not just I randomly. Like, I like check, 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 check drop, drop, please. That sounds like an NPR show. Welcome to Check Check Drop. Uh, how long do you think the wait is for Packers season tickets? Uh, infinity. 147,000 names. How long do you think it takes to get through there if you're 147,001? I don't know. Uh, five years? Well, let's look at the case of Michelle Hensel. For her, for her birthday when she turned two years old, her parents added her name to the season ticket list. She recently got her tickets. She's 49 years old. <laughs> That's what happens when you build a football stadium in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm with, a Niners with fan With nothing now. else like, to do. Like, what else are you going to do up there? When the time comes, you get, you're get you warned that your time is approaching. A letter tells you that your tickets are available. Then you have a window in which you can pay for your tickets. If you miss your window, you get dumped, and the next person on the list has a chance. Damn, Numbers go. only move by about 100 to 200 every year. Wow. I didn't know. Huh. Uh, well. you, here's the thing. If you say, well, what happens if you're a 49ers fan? You buy those tickets because you can resell them at a huge premium. Yeah, I suppose. This is where I'm so mad is that I had talked to 
Tom, he'd set me up and said, do you want season tickets for Q2 Stadium? And I thought, you know, I can't really justify spending this amount of money. Nah, never mind. What I didn't realize, and I wasn't thinking, this is why I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. Why I'm not a good businessman and why I'll always be, you know, a third string Mm -hmm. bench warmer. Well, see, now you're getting existential. (laughs) Is that right now, I could have just been holding on to those great seats I would have gotten. And I could be putting them into Seat Geek or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. I have new, I, right to my, the two seats to my right. Yeah. You got new, somebody new sitting there with you every Every, time you, every, every weekend, every every home game, I have two people I don't know. Someone's just, every once in a while, like two games a season, the guy that owns the ticket sits yeah. there and goes, hey man, how you doing? Right. But the rest of the time, he's selling them and, and he's, his tickets are free. He gets to go to those games for free. Is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. He's all right. right. He's sitting in Cool Bob's section, which is probably, you know, helps a little bit. I actually know a lot of the people that sit around me now. Man, you're friends with them? I don't know them by name, but we we talk and all that stuff. I I can't remember remember all the names of the the people, but... They don't have it on the back of their jerseys? (laughs) I can't sitting in front of them, though. Oh, damn. Damn. Uh, If you want to get a Canadian flag that's flown over the government, you're going to have to wait more than a century. You can get a free flag that's flown over Parliament. The problem is they only make 365 of them a year, right? Mm Because it goes up for the day, it comes down, then they fold it up, and then it goes out to somebody. There are 30 million Canadians, and a whole lot of them have put in and asked for, I would like a flag that's flown over the Parliament. I've got, I own a flag... I was given a flag that flew over the Texas Capitol, and I don't know what to do with it. It's you got a, it? It's, where'd you get that? The DPS gave it to me when I shot when I graduated from. Uh, Why wouldn't you give that to someone when I graduated from uh, Co- uh, Cop Citizen Citizens Academy Bootlicker School? You graduated from Bootlicker School. Joe gave it to me. Why wouldn't you give that flag to me? I don't know what to do with it. Am I supposed to unfurl it and fly it in my office or something on a wall? Or I'll I, figure it's out. It's in a white it. cardboard box, like a it? donut it's box. It's in a donut box. Can you imagine having something that you know that your broadcast partner would love, just absolutely love? I got the certificate. It's got it a certificate would, that a guy. I know exactly. You know, the guy sitting next to you would love to have something like that, and you're like, "Now, nah, just keep it in this cardboard box." I know exactly what day it flew above the Capitol. Hmm. But I don't know what to do with it. I guess throw it in the trash. That's probably what you should do. I really don't even don't know where it is at this point. It's in the storage unit somewhere. Well, they really gave it to the right person. They really did. Well, I don't know what to, that's really something. Ca- that's a lot of responsibility to give to somebody. Yeah, so put it in a storage unit. Yeah. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to? Did you throw some mothballs in there? You know what I'm going to look like if I put an American flag in my house. It's an American flag? I thought it was a Texas flag. Oh, it is a Texas flag. You know what I'm going to look like. What though. are you going to look like? I don't know. I would have. I would have a a Greg Abbott fan. I don't know what it. I would put. I would hang mine right above the headboard in my. So it'd give me a little extra oomph Mm. for pushing. Mm. I'd be like, hell yeah, this one's for Davy Crockett. (laughs) I don't know. I'll I'll think about giving it to you, but I'll keep the certificate. That'll be easier to frame. This one's for Selena. This one's for Beyonce. Jack Johnson. All right. Well, are you going to bring it in tomorrow? If if I can find it. He can't find it. Right. This never existed. Before. It literally is like in a donut, white donut I can't believe box. you had to go through like nine weeks of kissing, kissing all it that. It was like six months. Six months of boot licking. 
I learned a lot. Boot lick. Yeah. How to how to lick a boot and how to kiss an ass. I'd tell you more, but I had to sign a DNR. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh. No, no, no. Leave it at a DNR, please. <laughs> an NDA. Leave, no, leave it at a DNR. I had to sign an NDA. Please leave it at a DNR. I had, I, there's things I can't tell you. Please leave it at a DNR. And it's to resuscitate me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a failed service dog, it's going to take you five years to get one. Uh, service dogs, they go to service academy. And guess what? Some dogs don't make it out. They don't make the cut. They what? don't. They're failures. They are. You can you can adopt a Whoa. failed service dog. I'll Whoa. take those little losers. I didn't make it. Just because they didn't make it as a service dog doesn't mean they're not well trained, says this uh, article. If you want one, depending on which service you're trying to adopt from, the wait can be up to a few years. Guide Dogs of America, they don't call them uh, failed service dogs, by the way. They call them career change dogs. Repurposed. Yeah. Guide Dogs of America will help you get one of their career change dogs, but it's a five-year wait, and currently they're not accepting any new names. Hmm. So never mind. Go F yourself. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. God, how depressing would it be for you to get like a, a, a trained cop dog to help you find your weed, but it can't help you find your weed. And we're both just looking around you're like Scooby Doo and Shaggy. You're both, you're both just looking around, and it turns Whoa, out it, I don't know, Scoob. After forty minutes of looking, it turns out that your dog has your pipe in its paw the whole time. As long as we can make them big ass sandwiches, I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I got something for later that maybe we can debate about because it's a dog and a police horse, and Bob can choose sides here. Do you remember the days that you had to wait in line for a Honda <laughs> in Austin? There was a time, there was a time in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. People just see a line. That if you wanted in. a Honda, of all things, a Honda like an car. Accord or something? Uh, yeah. Accord, whatever they were making at the times. You had to get on a list. And sometimes they couldn't even guarantee which color would come in. And I think they were, and then, but then you would go to, like, drive to Houston and go, you know, and you would see, like, thousands of Hondas at the, right. at the dock. Like, they were just, were they just releasing them? Harley Davidson did had the same business I model remember when Harley for Davidson. years. I had to wait like eighteen months. Yeah. I had to bring I had to bring the sales manager cases of beer every week to keep my name on the list. Yep, I remember. I remember the scarcity of the and that's just Harley a, Davidson. That's just a marketing thing. Honda was the same way for a while. Have we considered maybe only broadcasting for like? I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that. I can't remember what that marketing technique is called where you deprive people of your product and then they want it more. You can command a higher price and you make a lot of headlines. Let's stop broadcasting right now. Well, we'll make ourselves more scarce. It is February 29th. We're not even supposed to... We don't even really exist. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, finally, there's a New York restaurant. Uh, it's a 10-year wait list at this restaurant. Oh, is that that Rouse? That uh, uh, that Italian restaurant where you have to you have your own table. What? Yeah, people own tables in the restaurant. Oh, you no. can it's own that Italian one. restaurant. This yeah. one is Damon. You Damon have Barrel. Oh. Damon Barrel 
It only seats 20 people. It's part of the reason that the wait list goes out of hand. It's also in the basement of the chef's house. He works alone. No sous chef. No staff. He is. Uh, he limits his workload by keeping things tight with the bookings. How much is it? The restaurant has no menu. You can't. If you have to ask. Yeah, there's no menu. Whatever he finds that day, and he decides he want to makes what decides he wants to make. You're gonna eat that. That's kind of like living in my house. Though. I was gonna say, can I just <laughs> sell my mom's experience and say, hey, this dude's coming over. Yeah. Just serve him whatever you're gonna serve was, me. When I was a kid, I'd a ask my mom, dollars. "What's for dinner?" She'd go, "Food." Just yeah. She was tired of that question. Food. Shut up. That sounds like go my to baseball mom practice, dummy. Be somebody. That's so. How can people even review it and they can't even get into like So what it? he does is he f- he forages also around the city birch sap What is he dumpster dive sycamore sap Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not trusting Dumpster it. rat. I don't trust this guy. He's a shut-in. And and what what Acorns. is the, He can't work with other people. Does he have his food handlers? Do they come and check all the temperatures of things? Oh, yeah. Told you, get no, he has nobody. It's just him running the whole restaurant. He seats you in his restaurant, you and, and 19 other people, and he walks you through what you're going to eat, and then he brings it out to you, and he's just in there. But is he susceptible to being inspected by the health? Mm-hmm. Uh, How do we know? What kind of kid? Does he have cats in his house? It's a high... I don't know why you guys... Are, this is the kind I'm of thing that's I'm highly exclusive. You would, tr- you would love to go there. I want to go, but I can't. love to go there. If the, if one Instagram account talked about this and showed you a picture of a grilled cheese being opened up, you'd be like, I got to go. You know I what I go. should do? And this would be unique. I uh, To all the listeners' house, I come to you or your mama's house or something. You cook your specialty, and I come over and review it. Different house, do that? different family every time. That's if you're interested, channel. listeners, if I get... If I can get 20 people to agree to do it, I'll, I'll start that channel. That's a genius idea is instead of reviewing restaurants, you just review home cooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got to be real. You got to be like, look, here's the deal. I don't know why you guys decided to hide the salt shaker. And by you guys, I mean your entire race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared to give an There's honest your review channel. either. There's your channel. All right. If I can get 20 listeners. Chewy's homecoming or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's not the right word. I'm lining up. Anyway, I'm the watching. longest list in history is uh, getting uh, to be audience of one here. Chewy at KLBJFM.com if you want to. Want to cut the line? Join us one morning. Be hot. Mm. Uh, Sir Paul drops the F-bomb. I report the news. That's what I do. It's yeah. Bob Fonseca's oh, Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah, baby. It's here. It's time. It's rock and roll news time. You know, I thought a lot this morning about, you know, whether since it's leap day. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm giving you guys a free one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. More huh? ways than one. I was contracted for X number of rock and roll news per annum. And by annum, I mean annually. Mm. I don't even know if annum is annum a word. I don't even know. Per annum. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, right? It's, I mean, it's definitely a, a Latin word. Good. I didn't think, I don't want to think I'm stupid. I, I'll go with it, dude. Sometimes you just got to lean into stuff. Right. And, and not even question it. it. And everybody else will go, oh, it must be real. Yep. Like, storm the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lean into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Bob. I'm Rock's last great reporter on Rock's last great morning show on Rock's last great station. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that all happened, but it did. 
And uh, I've got the headlines for you, so you don't look like a complete doofus when you go to work this morning. And you can feel free to... I've fact-checked all these stories, so feel free to repeat them throughout the day to your friends and family. Uh, Sir Paul took to social media. I don't know. Maybe Sir Paul... And, and, and by the way, if you don't know who Sir, Sir Paul is, then you're probably a gray and you just landed here. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he is... Uh, yeah, Paul Mooney. He's the be- one of the Beatles. Sir Paul McCartney. Oh. He was... Uh, Declared a sir by the uh, queen at the time. We have a king now, right? Uh, I guess so. In, a, at the, in the UK, in England? Yeah. yeah. But he can only move forward and left, right? That's right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Paul McCartney took the social media in a car to go, hey, well, I'm going to paraphrase here, but he dropped the F-bomb. Like, foreigner? He said, foreigner not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? He goes, what the? Bleep, bleep. And he said the word. Sounds and it like got, distri- it got distributed all over the world yesterday on social media. Paul McCartney. This looks like a shoe in now. A lot of people coming to foreigners' defense. Uh, where's where poor poor Peter Wolf has got to be like? Where's where's my support for the Jay Giles band? Mm-hmm. I'm a better front man than Lou Graham was. But that's not how it works in rock and roll. And uh, someone in foreigners not doing very well right now and i think they'd like to see foreigner get in this year and i don't see how they don't with the support of so many rock stars out there that are calling for foreigner to be put i have not seen this kind of campaign and i don't think it was generated by the band either this is completely outsiders that love foreigner i have not seen this kind of campaigning ever in the history of the rock and roll hall of fame have you met really? no yeah, no yeah. i, I, I it, it, this actually seems odd. But it's because Mick is sick. Uh, oh, that rhymed. Mick Jones, uh, the foreigner guitarist and chief songwriter, uh, is not doing well right now. And I, I think that's kind of brought all of this into the light. But everybody from Sir Paul to Dave Grohl slash Jack Black, Jimmy Fallon, everybody jumping on the foreigner bandwagon. And listen, I, I got nothing against foreigner. I, I love foreigner. You know, let's get them in there. And it's urgent. I just don't think it's fair to some bands, too, that have been up for nomination multiple times and been rejected for no good reason. But yet they let people in that aren't even rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to revamp that whole thing. And, and the rock and roll news is calling upon the citizens of rock and roll to revamp. Let's just call it the Music Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. It's time. It's time to drop the rock part of it. You're not taking it seriously. Let's let Foreigner be the last rock band in. I thought about this. and um, Yeah, well, I think about it all the time, Chewy, because that's that's my job as Rock's <laughs> last great reporter. But go ahead. Tell me what you're thinking about. If we did only rock, then it would last three more years and there'd be no more Rock and Roll Hall of Fame talk. Right. Right. And then uh, they can put it to sleep and nobody would ever talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Here's what we need a Hall of Fame of in rock and roll. The best mustaches in rock music history. Oh, you guys ready? There you go. Are there you guys you go. ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And in no particular order, I'm going to... you. Oh, let me put it up on the screen, Chewy, so you can see. All right. Um, screen mirroring, KLBJ studio. Let's look at some of the great mustaches in rock. This is one of the best. And oh. this one could be number one. <laughs> oh, man. This one could be number one. And you may not know this guy, but I, don't, they, I don't know who this didn't is. Didn't they well, base a, a Muppet after him? He was, in, he was a session player on Steely Dan. He was officially one of the Doobie Brothers. But Jeff Skunk Bass 
Baxter, <laughs> the great guitarist, Jeff Skunkbaster, Session Man, one of the original Doobie Brothers. Well, I don't know if he was one of the originals, but he was a Doobie. That is a full and fluffy Fu Manchu. That is... That's a horseshoe, isn't it? Is Jeff it? Skunk Baxter. Uh, yeah. Do they connect at the burns? Man. You can't even tell because he's so Look at shaggy. That guy. If that guy can be a rock star, anybody could be a rock star. Did they base Shaggy on him? That's... He really does look like one of the Muppets, doesn't he? But that's, there is a Muppet that looks like him. But so it's ro- was- that's rock and roll. That's rock and roll. He should, his mustache should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's All right. How about this guy? Tony Iommi. I always call him Tommy Iommi because it makes more sense. But Tony Iommi had a, has a great stash and does to this day. He looks like he would have been a cop if he didn't go rock and roll. Is he Italian, by the way? Is he? I like to know. He does look like he would... Please, please, please. No, not, not talking to the customer. Not talking to the customer. Go. Go, yeah. take, go to the kitchen. Please, please. Frank Zappa. Zappa Crappa. Uh, Mothers that's, of Invention. That's the guy I'm scared of at the Overnight party. sensation. Frank Zappa had a hell of a stash. He had the little uh, flavor saver down here. What's that called? You just called it a flavor saver. Is that what it's called? Soul, Soul patch. patch. Soul Patch. But it's got, he's got a furry one. Uh, his, must, his mustache is iconic, and I would put that in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. I don't know about this guy. Uh, the guy from Weezer, he doesn't always have. He doesn't always have a mustache. No, oh. it's not iconic. And I'm looking at it, no. and, and it's the it's a. Get I can go to Round Rock right now and find 400 Get of those him mustaches. Out of here. But that Rivers Cuomo is a, is a, a hell of a songwriter. I'll oh, tell you that fine. he can write a hit. Now I don't think anybody's going to disagree with this. We're putting him in the Hall of Fame. Lemmy Kilmeister. Yeah. Of. Uh, of uh, 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 Motorhead. Motorhead. Sorry, one of the great Rickenbacker bass players of all time. Salute. Uh, he should definitely be. He's got not as furry as Jeff Skunk Baxter, but same kind of lines. But it's, yeah, but I for but some it reason it hang. If for it, some reason it seems almost it better goes, on him. It goes down and then swoops back up to the ears. I think what do part you call of it that? too is that very metal. Yeah, very metal and. No flavor saver for Lenny. Mm-mm. He Not, gets it all, the juices. All right, now here we go. Now here is a man, I don't know why he was chosen by other women to father so many of their I children. I don't know either, and I don't know why he's been chosen to be on this it's, list, because I've always thought he had one of the weakest mustaches in the game. Oh, yeah. Known? If we're going to put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we should put, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy that did the Oats commercial? The uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. We should put Wilford, because he's, he's got the Wilford Brimley stash, and we're talking about the one and only, Mr. I'll put it in you and make a baby. David Crosby. <laughs> David Crosby I don't look at, of Crosby, yeah. Stills, Nash, and Young. It's not that. a good mustache. What's that thing it's that he's... It's just lazy. It's it a is. lazy it stash. It's a lazy stash. It's a lazy stash. But you can tell whose it is whenever, if you just look from the eyes below. Yeah, that's below true. Right, I not guess. putting that one in the Hall of Fame. All right, now this guy kept it tight, I think. He kept it tight and manicured. He's from Ireland. He's from Dublin, specifically. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Phil Linnett of Thin Lizzy had a great stash. Very neat, very tidy. It's not that powerful. Great bass it's player. The, I mean, I love Phil, but I, it shouldn't be. His mustache is just a regular. It's a, If you have a regular dad's mustache, you shouldn't be on this list. I just can't imagine him without it, though. There may be a reason Doesn't why. Doesn't matter. Looks, some it, people look more distinguished. With a mustache, or they're it covering matter. up. So maybe he's covering I'm up. I'm not something. saying he doesn't look good. I'm just saying it's not iconic, and it doesn't belong to be on a, a list of top. 
I was Same. listening to that song. I walk, I'm walking through the moonlight. I got you in my spotlight. Love that one. It's three o'clock in the morning. Again. This is a, yeah. I'm sorry, are you guys playing it right now? Because I I'm hearing it perfect. It's yeah. called me caught me in the caught caught, caught me, me in the, the moonlight, <laughs> I think it's called. It's a great tune. Anyway, Phil Lot. Linnet of the great, uh, or Phil Linot or Linnet. I don't ever knew how to pronounce his name. But Linot. Linot. Uh, Axel Rose from no. Guns N' Roses. No. No. no, another lazy. No, it's another no. All right, now I'll give this guy his credit. Oh, yeah. I'll give this guy his oh, due. Yeah. Definitely a Hall of Famer in the mustache department, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And he's got a patch, usually. Carlos Santana. He's yes. got the upside down yes. triangle patch. There you go. There you go. Because something about when you have a fro or curly hair like that, Mustache seems to work. Most of the guys we've seen have got that have the world class stashes, with the exception of Lemmy, uh, have curly hair. You just went through a well, whole list, and not a single one of them has curly hair. Well, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Tommy Iommi has some nice waves. Oh, that's okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Matt. Um. Let me see. Let me do a couple. Oh, Derek Smalls of Spinal oh, Tap. I that's mean, not come a on. Real... He borrowed that from Lemmy, right? Because he was Probably, the bass. Derek yeah. Smalls was the bass player of Spinal Tap, played by the great Christopher Guest, right? No, Harry Shearer. There you go. And uh, he definitely, since Lemmy was a bass player, I think he adopted that Lemmy. It's the down, it's the swoop down and up, and then around the ears. There's got to be a name for that. But that I don't doesn't, know what the, it is. But the chops don't count as the stash, they're their own part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's called a burly horseshoe stash. Because you see how it makes like a horseshoe shape down here? If you look at it from the side. We'll call it that. Frank Beard of ZZ Top had a... Kind of had like a stockbroker mustache vibe. Yeah, I don't... It looks like this guy could sell you houses. I'm not going to go with this one. No? Too tight? I thought they were known for All right. I don't know how I feel about (laughs) this one. This guy... No, Anthony Kiedis from the from the Red Hot Chili Peppers decided to grow a mustache, and he looks like a porn, look, a porn star. Of, yeah. of a certain yeah. or yeah. looks like a dictator. Yeah, it's not a good stash, and uh, let's just keep rolling through. I, this, they've done a bad job. We we here's the no, thing. Now we're out. We're there's, out. Of, we're in the weeds now. There's oh, a, all right. This one's good. Neil Peart. Of Neil Rush. Peart. Of, yes. I don't know if he always had this one. No, just in the early days of Rush. But it starts out kind of thin and then flares out wide, but yeah. not quite to a foo. Just yeah. short of a foo. I'm going to call it a mini foo. That's actually a, called a parrot. A pert flare. Yeah. Because it kind of flares out like a pair of bell bottoms. It's like he took little mini bell bottom pants and glued them to his face. The great Neil Pert. There's only one more that's missing from here. Eddie Mercury. Oh, well, yeah. John Hall of Hall of Notes. Come on. Okay. Come on. I'll give you that one. We're going to have to put him in the Hall of Fame. George Harrison rocked a stash for a lot of his solo career. Uh, where's, uh, what's his name, though? I think they're saving it for, but this list goes on and on and on and on. It does. It really would have been some great clickbait. Thanks for not giving it to me. Always like Nick Mason's mm-hmm. from Pink Floyd. I feel like drummers and bass players are more likely... Here's why drummers... This is my rock and roll news theory, okay? And this comes from Rock's Last Great Reporter. I think drummers and bass players have more of a tendency to grow 
weird facial hair and mustaches because it's like, hey, I'm over here. Take a look. I'm over oh, here Oh, you need now. somebody to differentiate yourself from the front man? Yeah. I'm over here. Here's my unique thing. Like, here I am. Like, yeah. yeah. Are you saying that that's why Huey Lewis never had any facial right. hair, but all the news did? Exactly. Good example. What's my thing that makes me look cool? Because can you name a a, a single player in the news? And then made hip to be square. No. really... Well, that was exciting. I'm uh, glad to bring that to you. Def Leppard is announcing a new Pyromania 40 box set. Now, this has got to be their best album, right? Yeah. Pyromania? Yeah. They've had other albums? We'll see. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's a massive reissue. Will arrive on April 26th in a variety of formats. You pick your format. We got four CDs plus a Blu-ray in a box. We got one LP Half Speed Master. That's probably what I would probably go for. That'd probably come in at around thirty-five bucks or so. Two LP Black Vinyl. Always bet on black. Two LP Colored Vinyl. That's probably going to be a record uh, independent record store exclusive. Two CDs and a digital file download. It's available pre-order on the band's website now. And uh, you pick your format and go for it. You do you, okay? Uh, some of it is also, some of the additions are also going to include extra tracks like uh, No, You Can't Do That. Also live footage from their December 83 concert in, I can't even pronounce this, Germany's Westfalen Holland. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, that was a 83 concert. Oh, there's an 83 concert at the Forum in Englewood, California as well. And rough mixes of photograph and things like that. It's all kinds of bonus. It's what we call in the industry. And by the industry, I mean the business bonus material. Woo! Yeah, if that stuff was good, it would have made the original album. Wow. Wow, man. That is some kind of negative take you got there. It is. Ah! You know? Fuh-fuh-fuh-foolin'. Uh, Pyromania was uh, produced by the great Mutt Lang. Oh, Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang produced a lot of great records in rock and roll history. Look him up. The great Mutt Lang. Didn't he go in the country at one point? You're the reporter. You got to let us know, man. I I have no idea. I don't know. Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. It's time for Rock and Roll New Junior. Girls to the front. We talked about it yesterday. Olivia Rodrigo going out on tour, kids. This is the tour of the. This is the tour of the touring season, and maybe the tour of the festival season. But she's. Uh, I actually can't bring you the story because I didn't pay for the New York Times. Yeah. You would think they would give Rock's last great reporter a free subscription. Do you see any of the opening acts here? <laughs> Uh, don't laugh at me, Chewy. You know, we're all just staring at a screen where it's half cut off, and you're going... Create a free account or log in. Will you guys hang on for a second while I create my free account? Yeah, we're on a radio right, show. Bob's Sorry, that News at gmail.com. All right, enter a password. I need a password with three symbols and two numbers. Can you okay. can you guys can you guys hang on a little bit? Let me get my free account to the New York Times. How does Rock's last great reporter not get free access to news services? Can someone explain that to me? How did I not get backstage at the Sphere? What am I doing wrong in my news career? Dumb. Rock news careerdom that I can't get any. 
I can't get any respect. Mm, no respect. Is that what rock and roll is about? No respect? That's what Ronnie Dangerfield was about. All right, now, okay, now I've got to repeat that password exactly and see if they match. Oh, wait a minute, the character's wrong. Hey, I'm getting a lot of feedback from the kids right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> said they're Will loving, you play the kids some sound effects? today. Rock and Will roll news, Junior. Yeah, I just added a gong, kids. Or maybe if I continue with Google. Yeah. All right, see subscription <laughs> options. All right, Chewy, sing us out while I... Uh, oh, the Rock and Roll News salute. This one goes out to... Uh, Can you thank- guys see who it goes out to? <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, you know, the, the Warriors, the Warriors Val, mom. Val, my gal. Val, the gal. Our gal, Val, of the war runs the Warriors and does a lot of promotion. We all thank you so much for what you do for us. Yes, she do. said, hey, why don't you... Uh, why don't you list some of the warrior birthdays? And that's what I'll do going forward. Starting tomorrow in March, I'm going to I'm gonna list at the beginning of every month uh, some of the warriors that are going to be celebrating uh, birthdays. And our own C.J. Morgan is going to be selling a birthday next month. So I'm going to give this to you, Valerie, this shout-out. That's a great suggestion. She wrote out to me. At bobsrocknews at gmail.com, you can do the same, and I'll give you a shout-out. Send me a story. Send me a nude. I don't care, because that's what rock and roll is about. It's about growing out a hairy-ass mustache and letting it fly, especially if you're a bass player or drummer or keyboard player, so the girls will notice you. That's what it's all about. That's what rock and roll is all about, the girls. Getting the girls. Be respectful, though. Don't get all touchy. Be respectful. Remember, they're Band-Aids, not groupies. You know what I'm saying? I got to go. I'm exhausted. He's going. This extra day of the week is killing me. He's backstroking. Really send him some nudes. Because the guys were seeming a little sad that they didn't grow up in the nude era. We're Mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Uh, our friend Ali Khan uh, from uh, Ali Khan's oh, not Cheap that Eats. Guy. From uh, his television show Cheap Eats. He comes and from in, our live show. In, all happy. Oh, look at me. I eat all this food for free. We oh, love I'm teasing Ali Khan. Him. Ali's very I'm funny. I'm from L.A. He's a great addition to the show, uh, but it also drives me nuts. He's from L.A. He's very California. If he comes in wearing sunglasses indoors, oh, he I'm going to rip them off he will. and I'm going to stomp on them. He will. No I'm not a violent man. He's been on the way, but he struts, so it's taken so long <laughs> yeah. for him to get down the hallway. <laughs> I love Ali Khan. He's my Every man. time yeah, I see him out guy. in the street, man, he puts a smile on my face. That guy is so positive. Yeah. It's like the anti-me. Yeah, what's going on in his brain that he's that happy? Uh, you question for us, Chew? Uh, yeah, I, I was out in the wild, and out in the wild I saw this guy had a shirt on, and a little other lady was asking him about the shirt, and I was like, I don't... Is that a real place or is it a fake thing? And I tried to Google it and I was like, okay, that is was an it like establishment. A, was it like a joke shirt? What, what? I thought it was, but then I was like, okay, maybe it is just an old thing here because I am in Austin. It's, but it was a shirt that said Bruce's Pies. I think they were on the show. I think Bruce's Fried Pies. I think before we got in bed with mm, Panadas. Who might be bringing us some? Maybe I think some. that uh, Bruce's pies was Bruce's pies. I did, remember them no, bringing. They didn't make it empanadas. They made like like sweet no, no, treats. I know they did. Oh yeah, they I made know. savory pies too. I, think. I thought they made savories too. Oh, they did. Let me look. Yeah. They, they it, came on the show one time and brought. It us had to food. been forever ago because they Bruce's fried pies. 
but they were fried pie. They were different. Mm. They were, you know, like the, you know, the apple pie you get at McDonald's. Yeah, they were like country fried fries like that, and you could get them in grocery stores the Mrs. and whatever. Ones were better with because they had that glaze on them. The uh, Bruce's fried pies was located on Springdale. Uh, where the Torchy's Tacos World Headquarters is now. Yeah. That was Bruce's Fried Pies uh, all through the, well, through the, up until the 90s. Why do I want and then a they fried pie? Yeah, no, I saw it and I was like, I want, because I started Googling. What's there's that? nothing open. It, there's just on our Austin, some people talked about it. No, they ago. closed, they closed 25 years ago. Will someone bring me a Mrs. Baird's apple pie? Bring three and drop them off at the front I, desk. I want one really bad. I would but like I a guess they're, fried pie. Were they only in Austin? I thought they yes. were like everywhere. No, and they weren't even that. That Here's the thing. One of the reasons they went out of business is they weren't even. That, they, this was not a food scene. And the only place for them to sell them was in a box right in front of the register right. at a corner store. Right. So it's not. And, and they didn't have a bunch of Instagrammers going, dude, you got to go to the corner store and get a Bruce's fried pie today. Bring us some fried pies. We need to and send I'll David get, Douglas to the pies. I knew them because <laughs> put him in the Guess DeLorean. Guess where he was yesterday. I know, huh? I know, and I'm mad. It was too cold and the line was too long. I was like, nah. How did he get it? How did he cut the line? No, 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 no. He was there the day before. Yeah, I can see in the background. Day. I can see other media people in the background of his shots. Um, I'm just saying. I don't know what it was, but I drove so, delivery. I, I can't even find pictures. Really, I drove delivery. Yeah. For a travel agency. Do you remember travel agencies? Do you remember that's another thing that doesn't yeah, exist anymore? Yeah, you know how I know that? Why? Because we don't take any show trips anymore. That's right. Yeah. Every annual, annually, we would go on a cruise, a trip to Vegas. Travel agencies were trying trip. to advertise right, themselves, right. and they would take us for free stuff. They don't Sometimes anymore. multiple times a year. All right, we're doing enough reminiscing. Don't tell me how good it we was. We should be skiing right now. I work for, <laughs> as a show, we should be skiing with 100 listeners right now. I worked for a travel agency called Contempo Travel, and I drove, oh, I delivered the their tickets. That was their thing. You had to deliver tickets. And because um, that was one of the concierge services they had, and I would drive and deliver tickets to people because you had hard copy tickets. Remember yeah. that? Oh, page and, after page. Yeah. Like, why do I need all these copies of the ticket? But Bruce's Pies was one of their clients, and I used to drive tickets out to Bruce's Pies. That's how I know about Bruce's Pies. Hmm. That's how I know, and that's how I've tasted Bruce's Pies. I've had them. I know I've had them. I know they came on the show. Because one time I said, "Hey, where do you, where are all y'all? Where are all, where are your where are your pies at?" Yeah, you know. And uh, they said, well, you can have one if you want one. And I said, no, that, that, that wouldn't be professional. And the lady just said, you could take one. And I took a cherry pie. Yeah, now, I think they had savory ones, too. I can't even find too. a picture, though. I'm now, just... what did the logo look like? Or what did the t-shirt look like? It was, it was it just was red. Gray, it's red, right? Like was it red? It was their logo. Yeah, like that, that. I remember that. Yeah, Bruce's Pie. Wait. That wasn't a was that an Austin thing or a Texas thing? That was a, in Austin. Just Austin. No, but I think you could get them in corner stores. I mean, but there was, dude, a fried pie is not really one of those things that is in the. It's not a thing that people go crazy for and go, dude, I've got to get a fried right pie now, right though. now. Yeah, it's a special I'll kind get, of person who grew up country. If you guys give me ten minutes, I'll I'll run down to the Tiger Mart and get some right now. There's not going to be there's not going to be that. It's those not gonna those be that. kind of fried pies. No, the Mrs. Old, Baird's is good. It's not it's not a southern fried pie like that. Mrs. Baird's. This what? stuff looked fresh and like comes in that waxy paper. Yes. Because there was sticky stuff inside of there. Right. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of Bruce's guys had all that sticky stuff. <laughs> nice I don't know. Done. I saw that, and I was like, I wonder if they would know what it is. Have they had one? I like How was little... it? 
What's the menu like? Because there's hardly anything online. About Let's it. make 2024 the year of small pies, and and we'll like maybe Cookie Greg. They have tiny can, pies. Can convert to like I want those little pecan, those little mini pecan pies that come in a foil thing. Let's let's switch this year from cookies to small pies. Okay. Um, tiny pies is here in town. It's mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. You know, the other day we were we were lamenting or talking about uh, this group of guys that gets together, and I guess I think it's, a, it's like a lot of jealousy involved. <laughs> no, 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 there is. No, there is the no, Austin we're... the Austin Elite Men's Club. You know, I actually went down a rabbit hole and actually got to the point where I had the um, entry form. What do you call it? Membership. Uh, what do you call uh when you apply application, I got I found the application, but I know they're not going to take me because I think they're all single guys. They might take you, Chewy. Okay, but you're going to have to up your game. I'll dress uh, up. So I thought, you know what? Why don't I start my own elite men's organization? What could I do? I used to belong a long time ago in the '80s. I used to belong to a thing called Guys and Ties. We never met. We never met, but we just called ourselves guys and ties. That was back when I worked in the ad agency. But I started thinking. What was y'all's motto? This is my group. I don't know. Mission let's, statement. Let's, let's never get together and do anything as what a group. What was the mission statement? I want to meet once a month, and I'll let you guys in as charter members if you want. But after yesterday's conversation about athletics, I don't think I'm going to. Thank you. Bowling in suits. Once a month. I want to get eight to ten guys together, and we go to Westgate Lanes, and we bowl in suits. Who's in? You're combining two of the things. What do you mean? That aren't my favorite. I can't think of two things I hate more than suits or bowling. But imagine the ruckus we will cause. (laughs) At the bowling alley? It's not an alley. It's a bowling center. (laughs) Have some respect. Cats live in an alley. Everyone's turning their heads. Us bowlers, we go to a bowling center, and it's not a gutter. Quit saying gutter, and quit saying gutter balls. Disrespectful. Rats live in gutters. Cats live in alleys. (laughs) God, have some respect. You want that to be our, our, our guy thing that we do? Yes. Bowling and suit. Who's in? Eight three four zero nine three seven. Who wants to be a charter member? So when we walk into the bowling emporium, this is for men only. I'm sorry, ladies. The I bowling. thought you were going to go bowling like, another hey, time. We, let's start going to Chicken S Bingo on Sundays. We can sit in the bed of our truck. You, you and... go do your pretend cowboy stuff. I'm doing. <laughs> what does Chicken S Bingo have to I'm, do with cowboy? I don't know. Your, oh! pre- your pretend cowboy stuff. I. To keep you talking, want don't you want to be part of my new elite men's ties group? and guys bowling in suits? You want to go bowling in suits? Ali Khan is in walking in from the hallway. Are you in? Yeah, this was timing, and I'm early. <laughs> that never happens for me. Sit down, take, take a seat. Thanks for taking your sunglasses off <laughs> <laughs> indoors. But I did put this together. Look at this just guy, for you guys. Oh, Look at this guy. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. He's gorgeous. He's still li- anyway. He just flashed us. Send me yeah, either really at, at Bob's Rock News or, or hit us up here uh, if you want to be one of the elite ten gentlemen that goes bowling at Westgate Lanes once a month. D- don't get too in deep into this. Ties, everything. But it's just going to look like y'all are going to prom or something. Don't get and too deep in this because this is a thing 
when when we got to do uh, thick headlines here in a second. Yeah. And after that, I want to bring Ali into the conversation okay. because I want to talk about some of the things that we've been talking about this week, gatekeeping and mm-hmm. what have you. Elite elitism. Mm-hmm. Are you left out of that? And then also, what yes. what are what are? Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. He's all excited. He's like, oh, elitism. Did somebody call my name? <laughs> somebody call my name? <laughs> have you been? Have you His seen the Austin it. Elite Men's Club yet? Are you associated yet? I mean, he's not even on mic. Stop, stop asking the questions. <laughs> yeah. We can't hear him. You're right. We can, all, yeah. we right. Is, all we can hear well, is all we can hear is him zipping and unzipping his purse right now. I really did every every single element, even my. You're Saint still Louis not on mic. What are you doing? <laughs> I know you're right. Okay, all right, here we go. Oh, you were on television. You know how sound works. Yeah, but I get baby. People do things for me. Not here, buddy. Yeah, I know. This is radio. This is radio. Did you stop and get your own coffee? Unfortunately, I'm drinking the Java that you have here. It's the worst coffee in the entire city. You should do an article about it. Yeah, you're right. I know. Beard and blows. Yeah. uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. I have nothing to do with the coffee. I mean, your name is all over the place. There's an old <laughs> bottle of hot sauce. It just screams South Texas styrofoam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God. I've been I've been all for the last all week I've been regretting booking and I've just been like not like because I'm like, he's gonna come in here with his saucy California sunny attitude, yeah. his constant positivity, yeah. his but, beautiful television teeth that I wanna knock out of his skull. I've and he's teeth. gonna and he, I really do. Ridiculous teeth. I didn't. I never needed braces. You're <laughs> really lucky. What? Now that's the most biggest. That's flex. the biggest flex ever. I know. But is this the reaction Bob is wanting at the bowling? Uh, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he comes in with the suits, yeah. is this what you I want? want? Elite. What? You want the Ollie Con? I, I want to be the elite of the elite. Bowling your, and suits. Your parents were gainfully employed. That's what your teeth say to me. Yeah, but you know what's funny? My dad was a physician. Okay. Well, and he Jesus didn't Christ. respect <laughs> dentists. He didn't? No. Now I, I like your dad more. I thought he I think he was. was he, it was kind of funny, too. Uh, you know, he still was a third world immigrant, and he was kind of like, yeah, you don't need. I, we had a, uh, a dentist, and the guy's like, he needs braces, and he goes, no, he doesn't. And I stopped going to the dentist. <laughs> I mean, for a long time. Was he just like, dentists are a scam? He, he just was like, he was furious. We stormed out of the office. Yeah. I think I was embarrassed. Interesting. I was like, dang, dad, I don't know. Dr. Levitt may have a point, but maybe he didn't. <laughs> Because look at these choppers, baby. They Going really strong. do look fantastic. And it is yeah. infuriating to hear that you never had braces and your teeth look like that. No, and do you, do you do you whiten them? Mm-mm. That's uh, As the he benefit. drinks black coffee? Yeah, I know. I think, you know, Chewie and I have the gift of contrast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the darker mean? skin. Oh, That's yeah. true. The lighter the skin, the yellower the teeth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right. I never thought Great of that. Great cue, Bob, because you're looking like a shippy homo as you start to smile a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know, yeah. no, no, your teeth. No, and my teeth. Yeah, and that's why mine look like I drink. What was that old Dangerfield joke? Uh, I went to the doctor. I said, Doc, I got yellow teeth. He said, Hey, wear a brown necktie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, yeah. uh, hey, can I do QC Kinetics? Yeah, why don't behind. you do QC do Kinetics, that. and then I'll, I'm going to do. Then we'll get into some right. Austin area headlines. Then uh, hang tight with us, uh, Ollie. I can't believe that you're on time. I've never met anyone from California that didn't show up a half hour late and go, Is he still set on their time? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty tired right now. Are you really? Uh, Yeah. No, no, no. We're tired of you. Yeah, I know. 
No, I yeah, honestly, I was thinking, damn, 6 a.m. That's a lot. It's early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's breaking news. Well, if you suffer, if you... Damn. Boy. Lean in now for some... Damn, boy, Thick headlines. Let's get into the Austin area headlines. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about it already, and I know it's a couple of weeks off, but I want to start getting it in here because I know we have a lot of fans in this city of Los Spurs, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen you in your Looney Tunes t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And your shaved heads, I know what you're up to. Los Spurs, the silver and black, are making the trip up 35 again. And San Antonio is panicked about it. The residents of San Antonio do not like this at all. Mm. They don't. They don't want to give up their team. What is it, exercise? No, they do not like the fact that the Spurs are playing games at the Moody Center here in Austin, Texas. They'll be at the Enormo Dome starting March 10th, right in the thick of things, right in the middle of South by Southwest, in the middle of spring break. It's going to be nuts this year. Plus, the Spurs are going to be here. A myriad of public events are happening during Spurs Week. That'll all be uh, leading up to their games on March 15th and 17th. Uh, it's all presented to you by uh, a San Antonio's favorite grocery store, H-E-B. Nice. Everyone's favorite. The ones that also save blues on the green. That's me, tienda. What can't they do? Uh, let me use Apple Pay when I'm well, checking it's out. Coming. So, I, they keep, so that I feel like I'm a, a, a living the it's coming. America in the 20th coming. century. It's coming. It's coming. It's not coming. Relax. It's not coming. Uh, fire up the roster, they're saying. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. There's going to be Spurs-branded uh, stuff happening. We're going to let you know about that. A lot of stuff coming up. Just getting it into your head that there's going to be these activations all throughout the city on the 10th, the 11th, the 12th. They're going to crush the Washington Generals. The man. 13th. They're going to crush them. There's also going to be something called <clears throat> Spurs in the Street. What? Which, what? Yeah. What? At eight, what? 1801. We can play a game outdoors. It's at the HEB, the Hancock HEB. There's going to be something called Spurs in the Street. A family-friendly community concert at Lady Bird Lake will be happening Dang. during South by Southwest. That's going to be part of... Um, we'll talk to Danny Crooks next week about that. He's in, He's tied in with all this. Mm. So get ready. But here's the best part about it and why you want to go do it. I've talked to some friends in San Antonio. They are panicked. That this is all leading up to a move. The San Antonio Spurs leaving San Antonio and coming to Austin. They are absolutely panicked that the Spurs are going to leave San Antonio. And if you live in San Antonio, you know you only have two things. The Spurs and diabetes. And they don't want to get rid of either. And the diabetes isn't leaving. (laughs) (laughs) We got San Antonio so good. Both of them cost an arm and a leg to see. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Can I speak to your program director? Hey, my family has diabetes. Thank you. Well, <laughs> well, we would have to build a new stadium for That's them. That's cool. No, they would just play in the Enormo Dome. I thought there was always a long-running the thing Enormo that they don't... <laughs> Jesus. The university doesn't lease out for, like, professional sports. That's why we don't have football here. Bob. That's a long-running thing. Everything's about money. 
Mm-hmm. Everything's about money. Every single Everything's thing. about money. I don't think they're coming here anyway. I just think San Antonio's pa- panicked, and I would like to keep the people of San Antonio panicked that once again Austin's going to get something. I just want to keep them on their side. Their side of Buda. It'd be cool, but... I don't know. You know what we need to do? You know what we need to do around San Marcos or whatever? Yeah. Need to build a wall. That's right. <laughs> build, we need to build a wall. Speaking They're of building churros. Thinking of, speaking of building a wall, uh, Michael Cargill, you guys will remember, he's uh-huh. been in here before. He owns a gun shop. Uh, he's been in trouble sometimes. Uh, he screamed at some comics over the years. He got really mad at CJ one time. So mad, in fact, that he called here and he said, I want to do like a $100,000 ad campaign. They put it all together. And then at the last minute, he goes, oh, wait, you, you employ that CJ Morgan guy? Never mind. So then sales came down here to yell at CJ. And he's like, you got taken. This isn't about me. Anyway, Michael Cargill, uh, who owns a gun shop here in Austin, is headed to the Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen. What? Yeah, he says that. Uh, Did the he tr- get elected? No, he says the Trump administration overstood, uh, overstepped their power and did not follow federal law when they banned bump stocks. He says that a semi-automatic rifle equipped with a bump stock is not a machine gun. It's not an automatic weapon. And uh, and it should not be illegal. You can't ban bump stocks. He says, I never thought in a million years I would be in front of the United States Supreme Court deciding a case, a case that actually would affect gun control laws and gun laws for the entire country for decades to come. He's still Uh, wearing that red shirt. You know he's wearing that red shirt. He's wearing that red shirt still. Michael uh, had a, uh, we should, uh, in full disclosure, Michael worked here. At uh, Waterloo Media for Kelby J AM a week was it a week two weeks well how long was it eh, it went longer because it was only one hour a week so it lasted maybe a month and six I, weeks and then he what happened did he say something and he, they they parted he, ways with he him did say something what did he say I forget I he, think it no, was, you didn't forget you just I don't know if say. it was yeah this guy knows where this place is right yeah yeah, yeah. well he's not a okay I, I well, let's say this he's not a lunatic. Hmm. He's angry. He has a gun shop. He's got a gun. And he wants bump stocks to be <laughs> readily available. I don't, I don't think. I, look, I've enjoyed debating with Michael Cargill over the years. I think it could be fun. I don't see eye to eye with him on anything. But I don't think he's he's not the kind of guy. He's, he's a law shoot. abiding citizen. Yeah. That's why he's trying to change the law. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. For now. But there's, I think there's other reasons. Is that why angry. you put me seated me by the door? <laughs> yeah, exactly. With your back to the door. This is not. Yeah. I know. Uh, by the way, uh, delivery. <laughs> delivery for Mr. Ali Khan. What is this? Uh, that's empanadas, mm, and uh, the folks from empanadas said, "Hey, can we send you a bunch of our uh, cheeseburger empanadas for Ali Khan?" And I said, "Sure." Really? Yeah, yeah. Take a box. So I just dropped them off for you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Star treatment. Sweet. They're a uh, fun friend of the show. And, uh, They're I, at all the festivals. I got to let you know. Yeah. At H-E-B. Green chili chicken. Ooh. The hatch green chili chicken. Mm. Secret message. Got to get it. Uh, let's talk about the things that are happening around Austin this weekend, all right? Here are some things happening. Tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, disturbed. Disturbed. Get down with the sickness. Disturbed will be at the Enormo Dome tonight uh, to support their new album, 
de vaisselle. Oh, wow! There you go. Uh, which is really weird because they'll be playing tonight, tomorrow night, Blake Shelton there, which yeah, is a hey. real turnaround. That's a hell of a 24-hour turnaround. I was thinking of taking my wife to that tomorrow. Like Tickets are like 30 bucks for that. To Blake Ooh, Shelton? Man. Yeah. Are you, not, mad he's at not her? Getting Taylor, he's not getting Taylor Swift money. But. Yeah. Are, are, what are, you, are you mad at your wife? At, she's coming back. She's been gone for a week. I didn't take her out. Wine her and, and punish diner. her? Wine her and diner. Blake take. Shelton? <laughs> Hey, he, he made Hattie the B's. song Austin, so he can't yeah. do any wrong to me. Are you kidding Sorry. me right now? That song Austin. Nah, well, it's just a night out. It's not it's not kill, it's not hurting anybody. I mean, I'm not going to the <laughs> show. Nobody's going to die. <laughs> it's going to... It's just a thought. Maybe it was a bad thought. I don't know. I did want to let uh, a lot of our listeners go, because I know I love, a lot of our listeners love, love, love this show. But NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me live. Boy, what an exciting. We'll be at the Bass Concert Hall. (laughs) The Bass Concert Hall. The big one. It's going to be quite the crowd. The stuff that gets famous amazes me. Uh, If you like people in blazers. (laughs) Do you know that if you set off a bomb in the back, don't. But if you were to set off a bomb in the Bass Concert Hall tonight, the entire coexist bumper sticker industry would collapse instantly. <laughs> it would just collapse instantly at the wait, wait, don't tell me Subaru live. Subaru wouldn't exist anymore. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Where'd you get those Thule ski racks? <laughs> REI. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. REI? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me Do too. they have enough bike racks? <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's the thing. If you are at the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me show tonight, remember, you only have two days to get over your wine spritzer hangover because on Sunday, ACL Live presents the Indigo Girls. I went to the doctor. I ran, drank from the fountain. I did something, something. I climbed up Cat Mountain. Uh, So it's a big, it's a huge weekend for uh, guys and toms, and uh, we just want you to enjoy and celebrate Live in their sixties. Yeah, live music capital of the world, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's today's Austin area headlines. Uh, we are coming right back with our friend Ali Khan. Now, Ali, we're got we got to we got to make a little money, right? When we come back, we want to talk to you about some of the stuff that's been going on. I don't know Wait, if you've been. I'm pay- getting paid for this. No, 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 not at all. We're not getting paid, not for, getting this. paid for this. Like we got to make. We got to. We just got to get a little bit of money for the the building. Or the building. Yeah, hey, we're here. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? You. Hey. Do I have to sell these things off? Can the you do me 35? a favor? Can you that... do, Can you do me a favor? You work in print media right now, so stop pretending like you think there's you, th- that you think there's money anywhere. Okay. You know <laughs> there's no money anywhere. You're, I don't you're know. part of us. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were in TV? I was. Yeah. And guess what? Welcome to the failure club with the rest of us. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> well, TV's failing, too. Everything is... <laughs> you know what's not failing? Instagram influencing, and that's what we want to talk to you about. Yes. Okay? That's right. And we also want to talk to you about uh, the elite Austin Elite Men's Club and... 
and what kind of special guy group you would want to start. Right. Okay. And we also want to talk to you about how you wrestled that scarf from Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I, look, this scarf, it is cold outside. It's a, you it's have a, your moment to explain yourself, <laughs> sir. I was like, not now. I know. Are you going are you sitting for a por- a painted portrait of George Washington later today? I mean, I, I've been wanting to get a portrait of <laughs> Well, we've uh, we have uh, been <clears throat> we've made a booking and we've read it. Sometimes we make bad bookings. Yeah, that just happens. Bob, Bob yeah, I apologize to you, dude. No, oh, no, man. I I'm like sorry. You got to sit close. We always to hug him. it out when we see each other. You know, I like this guy. I like his energy. He's the anti me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's you mean he's, <laughs> you know, he's positive yeah, he's, and going right, somewhere? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like looking in a mirror that's not a mirror. Like, what's the opposite of a mirror? A funhouse mirror? Yeah. Like, it's like looking into a... wall? A, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but... <laughs> when I walk down this hallway, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, walking into... Hmm. What mean thing do you want to say? <laughs> I know. Like, what, what mean thing are you looking to say? You know right what? Now? It's you... like, it's that it's that lighting you get from like just a nondescript strip mall store. <laughs> yeah. You know you can't then... hate us or hate any more than we... Hate ourselves. Hate ourselves. Yeah. I that's that's you why you're not good at this. You're not. You're not. But but then I come into this little corner and it's just there's just a real light here. It might yeah. be just chewy. The glowingness yeah. of chewy. It is. I'm a little greasy today. I didn't shower. Yeah. Seriously, I was gonna guess the opposite. You Actually, I'm lying. I did shower. This ah, morning. there it is. There it is. Hey, Ali Khan. Uh, you'll remember him, of course, from Ali Khan's Cheap Beats. Uh, he. We're very fortunate. I met Ali. I don't. I, I want to say I met you five or six years ago. I met you at a, at Mike McRae's apartment. Yeah. And, in a parking lot. Yeah. And uh, and then we've kind of bumped into each other over the years, and I'm really glad that he has been coming and doing stuff with that he's here in Austin now, uh, and doing some stuff because he's a blast. You've been great, uh, our our listeners. It's funny. Really waiting did I for tell the you other that, shoe to no, drop no, no, no. There is no. I, I would tell you that some of our listeners haven't quite gotten you yet, <laughs> and it was really funny because some people were like, because you know you did a live show with us, yeah, and someone were like. Why was he being such a jerk to y'all? We're like, well, that's <laughs> we're we're buddies. We we're, were playing it up. We're, he's yeah. he's the guy from California. He's playing the heel. Yeah. And they were like, well, I think I don't think he should have been so rude to you. You invited him to the show. And I was just like, no, no, no. We're good friends. It is what it is. It was really know. fun for me too because uh, one night I was I was at the I was at the comedy club and you were there for something. I don't remember what it was, or maybe it was the night that you were doing our show. I remember a, a listener. Somebody came up to me and they go, dude, is that? Do you know? Is that? Do you know if that's Ali Khan over there? They were. Starstruck, and it was fun to watch somebody get start. They don't around us. It was fun to watch somebody mm-hmm. get starstruck. Oh yeah, it, uh, it's, it's happened three times for me, which is pretty epic. So I <laughs> yeah. remember them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty amazing. I, you know, I, I'm just fascinated that there was someone out there who was like. He was really rude to you. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I I could have done a better job of being yeah. rude, you know? I was, yeah, I was yeah. sitting there laughing it up. Don't you panic. Know. I'm talking about my wife right now. That's Sweet. Right. She was the one that was very worried about. Why did he take his glasses off? Um, do you... What a... Are you a writer? Are you an entertainer? Are you a food space performer? What, what are you, or are you an influencer? How do you see yourself? I, I mean, really, it's just wherever the check is coming from. <laughs> let me tell you, like, it, it, you know, things have changed so much, right? Like, when when it all started, you know, when Food Network like saw my tape or whatever, they're like, oh yeah, is he like a blogger? That's like a new thing. And then it took about six minutes, and they're like. 
Yeah, but no one reads that blog. <laughs> so maybe he's not that. Um, I think, like, you know, what'd you say? The third one sounded really good. Let's Influencer? run with no, no, no. Uh, food space, food, food space, food performer. Yeah, food space for, performer. I don't know yeah, what I was saying. It sounds vague. It sounds vague. I've had like, a, a, a multitude of strokes. Leave me alone. Don't ask me to recall anything, please. <laughs> it looks pretty no, it's good, like though. a performance yeah. artist. Like rock and roll has performance art. Like food. Like a food performance artist. I didn't know rock and roll had a performance. Well, like Laurie Anderson or whatever. You know, David Byrne of the Talking Head. You know what I mean? It's uh, like uh, rock and roll, but it's rock. also. But you're like a food. Now, now I forgot what I just said. <laughs> A, fo- a food performance. I think the strokes are contained chewing. <laughs> oh my god, his face is frozen. A food is performance artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? A FPA. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That nothing like a catchy acronym to kind of push things going. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. This FPA. is what I want to ask you about because this has become a bit of a theme this week uh, because it's it's blown up a bit. We were teasing one of these guys that's on uh, very they, they, who's actually very successful. Hundred thousand subscribers. Just bubbling under a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. Ninety-seven, and we're trade we're trading uh, Barb's, and he's also getting mentions. Uh, but the, you're probably familiar with the David Douglas, right? Oh yeah, I got into trouble commenting on uh, one of his. Books. Did you get in trouble? Oh yeah, Bob, how did yeah. you get in trouble? Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny because I know the chef too, and I had to send him a message saying, "Hey, I was just you know making a joke." But uh, he posted about a burger. And he goes, I love this smash burger. And he just kind of casually mentioned it was $16. And I was like, oh, 16 bucks. Oh, right, right. And it was kind of funny because it was a Sunday night. Football was on. I had a few beers, you right. know. And I was like, oh, I'm curious, but the price makes me furious. And I did a little smiley face, right? It got a lot of likes on this post. Right. And... A lot of, mm, I guess, not, I, I don't know if you want to call them dislikes, but definitely comments going, what are you broke? You know, like, you what know. What are you broke? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Broke. It's like, were you broke? Whatever. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, totally, dude. Don't I'm let freaking, the look fool you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't drive a Kia for a sponsorship. You know what I mean? That's just the way that worked. But, um, uh, yeah, and, uh, and so it, it was all, like, his stuff. You know, um, it was it, it was his post or whatever, and it's kind of funny because recently he went to Silver Medal. Well, that's what well, that's happened, what and that's started. why we talked about him because that's that's kind of a hangout for 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 the station and stuff. And we were saying. Uh, my my take was well we saw you saw the pushback in the comment thread I'm sure you did where people saying hey I commented on gatekeep it. shut up don't talk about this one or whatever yes. and that brought us in this whole conversation of it, are there any kind of are there any kind of rails that food space performers Instagrammers influence whatever should be on now you work in a space where you have editors. And you have editor-in-chief, and you have an assignment, and and you have someone who will say, well, let's not do this, let's not do that. You have, there's spaces between you and your published work. Oh, yeah. When you are on Instagram, there's no one between you and what you're doing. And then yesterday it came out, or maybe the day before it came out in Reddit, uh, Taste of Coco, who is a very popular, she took a lot of shots as well from servers who were like, She's rude to us as servers, and um, mm. which and people saying, "Well, that's uh, hard to hear because we love her or whatever." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. Is the backlash coming now after everybody subscribing to all of these food space influencers and getting turned on to these restaurants? There's some good there, but what's what's happening? You know, I mean, it's 
obviously impossible for someone like that to defend themselves on comments on Reddit, yeah, you know? No. And anyone can look bad in a given moment, even me, and I dress impeccably well, yeah. even at this hour of <laughs> the day. Uh, it, it's nuts, you know? I mean, hello. Um, I, you know, like, this is always the opportunity where you can just really just try and say something nice about everybody and, and Wish send some goodwill out there because it'll come right back at you. Right, you know? right, right. Oh, I mean, yeah. look, I made a freaking comment about going. Ooh, I'm curious, but the price makes me furious, and I got called out on. Who, so yeah, our words have. When power. you got called out, did you get called out by the restaurant person? Yeah, the chef. I know him. I put him on a show. <laughs> and he said, "What did he do? He wrote to you and said, yeah. And well, the, this is the best part. The best part was, and I think it all worked out quite well. They ended up putting the burger for a half off special, and they dedicated it to me. Like you can thank this guy." For for making this burger half off at certain times. Congratulations. Yeah. That By the way, fantastic. sound like you did some good work. It's a really excellent burger. And the guy's a really talented chef. And you'll just have to dig in to find where it is. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, she was rude to a server. Okay. I wasn't there. I have nothing to do with it. Right. Like, well, I can't no, I wasn't talking back. specifically yeah, yeah. about that. I'm yeah. just saying, like, is is the is there suddenly a wave of backlash that's coming, or is it just this week and then everything everything will be fine? Well, I'll say this um, because like, do, I do are get you in, sensing are people pushing back on the stuff that you're doing. I mean, when I do things, you just never know when you put stuff out there. Um, I've I've done stories and TV shows where you know you think, yo, you know, I'm coming in. I'm like, you know. I, I'm Moses parting the Red Sea, and they don't always look at it that way. They have expectations for whatever they're getting that may not mash up. I mean, I can say this, like, you know, I do some of the posts I do are ads. They're paid, you know, right. I get paid for them. And you clearly go, this is an ad. You mark it as a paid promotion, and you're just kind of up front well, with it, you let, know? let's get into the ethics of that, because does it make you mad when you... I mean, I'm in the space. Bob's in the space. Chewy's in the space, right? Not in the food space, but we are in the ad space. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact, I you can see when someone's doing an ad. You can see it. Yeah. And there are a lot of Instagram people who are not using the paid promotion tag. Mm. That's yeah. Wow. I mean... It's you know what's funny though. Like, is, what does that does it does it bother you when you or do you or do you say, hey, look, I don't care what anybody else is doing on Instagram or TikTok. I'm just doing me and that, and I, and I don't have time. What to are care some about of the warning else. signs that it's a pay? I think I know, but I think I know when I see it. But what are some of the warning signs that say, hey, this is a this is an ad when it doesn't fit in what? with the rest of what they're doing at all, mm. Mm. and when there's no negativity in it. Whatsoever. Well, there's or not negativity. That's a whole other no thing. thing. Because a lot it's of like folks on Instagram, I've noticed, are only the idea of actual real criticism seems to be completely gone from some of these accounts. They're literally just covering yeah. food and saying, "Look at how awesome all this is." Because what they're doing is they they have learned that the algorithm is you set up a trick question, then yeah. you follow it up, you show some shots of food, and that gets me to watch it. And there's no real learning other than I think they are giving great exposure to a lot of these restaurants. And, I, and we're talking about restaurants because this popped up this week. But it can be for anything. It can be about, I don't know, ballet or plays or schools for your kids, whatever it is. Yeah. I oh. just the, the one thing about it is, is that 
not having a producer, not having a program director, not having an editor. There's no, but there's yeah. no checks and balances mm-hmm. a lot in this space, and I think that's where we're starting to see some of the bumps and some of where people are getting. Upset. I think the, the biggest issue is this: is that people crunch the numbers they can see, like followers and likes and stuff, and they bring that value to whatever they're looking at way faster than. Hmm, is this a really balanced, balanced story. I yeah, mean, That's dude, what I was saying about this guy. It's, it's straight, yeah. like, you know, it's just like kind of the political landscape, too. It's op-ed dominates everything. You Bad know? comments weigh just as good as good comments on in the, in the algorithm. Maybe more like, so. Like, it gets more comments. Yes. 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 It yes. gets replies. Yeah. So you really can't hurt anybody by commenting bad on No, but their... now you've become nothing but like an, an AM radio station or you something know what, where though? you're wanting controversy <laughs> you for comment section. It is, there's the other component to it is like, you know, it is exhausting when you do this for work and you're subject to just looking at the app and what, I, I mean, look, you have to deal with Freaking the news, political strife, war, especially the last, dude, ever since October 7th, right. it has been hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it's just taxing, exhausting. And I'm not trying to say I have anything compared to the people that are actually going through the hell that we all right. know we're talking about and stuff. But, you know, for restaurants, um, they have to defend themselves and it's not easy. Um, and mistakes get made. So it's, it's, it's 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 really just murky sometimes, you know, and and it's so powerful, and everyone wants a piece of it, and they have to do it, they all have to do it, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it, it's there's just no rules or regulations. Do you period. get along with a lot of these guys? Do What's you, that? Do you get along? Do you other guys food have, performers? Yeah. Do you guys the other food performers? You guys nod at each other when you pass on the streets, or are you forced to jive? I never. I mean, look, you know, I'm I'm like you guys. I'm like old. Maybe not Chewy. You look like you're what? Okay, what? Still in your early forties. I'm like you guys. I'll do some push-ups right I'm now. I'm old. What? It, they're what? young guys. They're like in their twenties and stuff. They're out at the new places. I guess I'm a little more selective or whatever. Um, hey, I will say this: you weren't when you chose that scarf. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Sorry, it, it saw was, the opening. It was a, it was a cheap one. <laughs> I bought it off the street in New York. No, I didn't. I got it at. Do you know that store, Century Twenty One? Century 21. That's real estate. No, 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 no. It's like a thing. It's like a store where they where they take expensive stuff. You're just going to say it's a thrift store. I was hoping oh. Bob, who's a bit of a, no, a jet setter, would be right. like, oh, I've shopped You'd there in New York. You have somebody from the Austin Elite Men's Club where... You know Where what? They get their scarves. I'm gonna wear this scarf at the at the first. <laughs> Are you meeting. familiar with Austin Elite Men's Club? Uh, you know, I've heard rumor. I, I was at uh, I, I was at the pickleball court, stretching <laughs> <Jesus>. my hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I, my hamstrings just not been the same since my last pickleball oh my court. God, Did oh you, man. do you ride your lime scooter to the pickleball courts, or do you take a Tesla? How do you get there? Ah, uh, you know, I just Wait, love man, the feeling me. of getting on my lime and then. <laughs> Just leaving it in the bike lane, like yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm just cool. I think it's you know compostable, so I thought you know why not a little little Austin rain ought to take care of that baby. Um, yeah, and it's a good day for me. It's a good day for me when I just take my lime to the pickleball court and just leave it, mm-hmm. get my hamstring nice and loose, and let it rip. 
on the pickle. Doubles court. or singles? What are you doing? I, I just like to jump in. I'm like, hey, what's a, who wants some action? <laughs> <laughs> you do, do pickup matches? Put your money down. Where, where my scarf? <laughs> I got next. I know. Who's got next? I know. I'm like, what's up? I just flashed the cash. COVID's over. We're back to using cash again. <laughs> Double or nothing. So this uh, we we with this derailed. Hey, so your foot epically. was in the kitchen, man. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> it's illegal. I love this. Thanks for coming. Here's some frozen food. I'm very grateful. Right. By the way, empanadas. Mm. I do eat there at ACL. Yeah. One of my, yeah. one of my it's go-tos. one of your go-tos. Oh yeah, ACL. Uh, mostly, well, I stick to the food court. No, they just wrote yesterday. They were like, "Hey, can we drop off because we know he did. He uh, likes hamburger stuff. Can we drop?" And I was like, "Yeah, bring him by." No, so, not, nothing but burgers. Hey, burgers. are you are you getting? Hey, hey, th- yeah. nobody can hear you right now. Don't worry. You okay. you're free to say this, and it won't yeah. get you in trouble. Yeah. Are you getting sick and effing tired of eating hamburgers now, as the hamburger reporter for Texas? You want to know something insane? I went to Fort Worth last month. It was, I think it was January. I was there for 28 hours. I ate 11 burgers. Jesus Christ. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't finish hours. them, Chewy. Oh, okay. right. I didn't finish them. I mean, I've had some epic nights like that as well. <laughs> I know. Man, talking to Chewy in the parking lot after that show, and he just he was like, that Wendy stuff wasn't an act. I was like, my God. It's like I'm looking at the whole drive through But, menu. I mean, where are the salad reviewers, you know? Why, are they not, is it not taking off? Salad That's true. I want to know it's where true. the good there ones are. No, salads. There is no Texas Highways salad reporter. Damn uh, and here's, this, what the, here's the thing of shame. There are... There's a sold-out house at Bass Concert Hall going to see Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and they would love the salad reviews, right? That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, how boring. This one's got pecans. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's triple washed. Yeah. Are you, are you, do you get, like, on a binge like that? Yeah. Do you have to then wash yourself of hamburger for a couple of weeks? One hundred thousand million percent. Yeah, that's... Like I should be. Po- you know what? You know where the the Texas Highway salad reviewer is? It's this guy, right <laughs> after for like two weeks. Because okay. I had to really make some big changes. When, you know, talking, talking about Chewy's diabetes stuff, I was in the pre-diabetic stage. I was like, uh-oh. 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 Not good. From hamburgers? Uh, I mean, technically, just it's just sugar. All of it. Living. You know what? It's, it was kind of funny, uh, but the carbs, babe. It's the carbs, babe. You yeah. got to ditch the carbs, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You got to, like, ditch the carbs, you know? Like Not a lime scooter in the bike lane. You got to see <laughs> Like that lime scooter. I was like, see you later, fries. <laughs> um, and that was the you know secret to my success. I am sort South of stunned Beach. that your, your whole job is food and mm-hmm. that you've managed to, you dropped like, you dropped a chunk of weight, didn't you? Yeah. Like how much? Like yeah. a big chunk. Not, I mean. Not like 15 I, pounds. Oh, no. I mean, I think from the peak, I was actually, because I just had my cholesterol done. Like I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I think I took a little hit after Fort Worth, but maybe not that bad. But um, yeah, I think I was like, I think I want to say, I mean, shoot, there was a peak, peak. I mean, it's been up and down over right. the decades, right? But in this kind of window of living in Austin, probably like fifty. Wow. You know, were you worried when you because sometimes some people on TV, you know them as the lovable chubby guy, and then they yeah. lose it, and they're. They're not a tra- They're not TV. The comments anymore. were interesting. They were like, you know, and it's so funny. Like it, you just realize like all these things. Like, oh wow, you're on a TV show. It's like, okay, what network? 
<laughs> What's the demo? Who are these people? You know, and, and all that matters. And I, I had some people who were like, Ali, please don't lose any more weight. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that my I longevity mean, what, what is, is not pleasing tell to me you. That. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they said to him a lot. Like, Wait. women especially get a, like, stop. Stop it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they, when they're going to overpower you, yeah, it starts. To I'm more little... curious about the big Bob days. How big were we? No, Bob? Wasn't big. No, he was, he was, was never fat. They, they called never they mind. called it skinny fat. No, they did. They, skinny fat. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. You just had the the bulbous. Not even. Not no. even. Not even. Wow. He's never been. He's never. He's been. always he looked incredible. Like. But at it's one just point, I got down to like 144. Shut up. Yeah. You're kidding me. That's impossible. No. Are you like six foot? Felt great. Really? Are, are, he, wait, 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 he was like, hang, hang on, on a second. Foot. I know. He, is he like him. what? Six foot what? Are you like six feet tall or something? No. <laughs> How tall are you? Five eight. Really? On a good day. He's no way. Up. On a good really? day. Probably more five seven now because I've, you know, you're. you're I feel like you know, Bob strikes compresses. me as like kind of like you know, I'm bigger than life. Yeah, yeah. He's like you know the yeah. the classic yeah. alpha male. Yeah. Wasp CEO guy. Like, listen up. This is what we're doing, team. Let's shoot it around the room. You think that. Roberto Fonseca. I, this always throws me every time when right. it's the big reveal. It's like on Saved by the Bell when they had the big episode and AC Slater's like, I'm Mexican? And I'm like, <laughs> duh, your name's Mario Lopez. You know, I love that episode. You know, I've been in this chair for 33 years and just in the last two and a half years they discovered me. <laughs> Matt had to tell him who I was. I said, hey, that guy that you think you've hired as a janitor, he works on this show. On show. Yeah, he's on the show. He's been on forever. And they in the said, hall of, I'm in a hall of fame. They opened up the they opened up the HR books and they said, no, there's a vowel at the end of his name. Impossible. Impossible. And, uh, <laughs> we don't Oh my God. But that's how we qualified for a tax credit. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh man. That's nuts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Chewy, when you came on, did you feel more welcome knowing you had a hermano? No, no. no, no, no. no. And he played into his Italian son. My dad joined the military. My dad was Hispanic and joined the military when he was very young, like at 15. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that was the plot line of what? Saved by the Bell. Was it? Yeah. He was like, I couldn't tell them, son, because I was in the military. That was the freaking yeah. plot line. Uh, yeah. Are you Mario? Oh, was also pretty jacked. Yeah, you're jacked. Mm -hmm. You're Mario Lopez Jr. Yeah, <laughs> senior. <laughs> That's wild that you remember that episode because I remember it too. I don't didn't know you were Saved by the Bell fan. Hey, totally. Did you did you ever watch uh, Fresh Pence? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How did you feel? Did you tear up at all? When his dad came, when he met, meets his dad, I love. You know, it's kind of funny because Chewy still to this day it, it chokes him up. I, you know, um, I actually saw Uncle Phil do Shakespeare, right? Man, James Avery, right? Yeah, whoa. My man. Whoa. <laughs> Wendy's and now he's a Saved by the Bell cast he was he's also, intimate with. He was also the shredder. Damn, learning so much about Chewie. Went on his IMDb. What a renaissance yeah. man this yeah. guy is. Yeah. No wonder you're having him do all the work. He stands the whole time. You guys sit. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Jesus, he, this is, he's, he's the glue. My God. You're the blue. You're, you're like the muffin of the blueberry muffin. Uh, the blueberry gets all the credit. How did that work out? I'm not really sure. I think it's my turn for the stroke. Um, God, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Say by the bell. Yeah. So 
I saw James Avery do Shakespeare. He's such a phenomenal actor. Now know this. Know this. Now go back to those scenes where Will Smith, oh. and it worked. Oh. I, I'm emotional right. when he says, how come you don't want me there? <laughs> and James oh. Avery embraces him. It's one of the best acting scenes in a show that surprisingly had pretty good moments for, you know, a sitcom where right. it's a grind, you know. And Avery did not deliver a single Was that a, a very line. special episode? Oh, yeah. 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 They're always like This stuck. week on a very special Fresh Prince so of It's so good. Bel-Air. It was so good. Yeah. Really? I mean, that alone is why Will Smith probably has the career. So we've has. given Orson Welles all the credit and some of these other, you know... Not this everybody. Is, this, is not, the guy, this is the greatest American living actor, James he ne- Avery. He never... He's he dead. was pretty good, bro. Come on. Yeah, but also, talented. that scene could only be handled by a certain... Neither kid Sebastian nor play... Neither kid nor play could have, could have done that role. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Oh. They may have had the high top fade, but they did not have the chops. The sad yeah. eyes. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, they probably got callbacks, but obviously it went to Will and... The rest uh, is history. I wouldn't say we got any answers yet. We do want to talk to you later in the morning, too, about these these clubs, okay? Because we want to figure out. Bob wants to start a club where <clears throat> once a month we all wear suits and go bowling. Bowling in suits. Because we're inspired by the Elite Men's Club to start doing our own by invitation Is there only. a real club called the Elite Men's yes, Club? Yeah, yes. I'm not familiar with show this thing the video. I'll, I'll show you. you during break. I'll show you because the last time you showed me a video, I blushed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, amazing. White feet. Yes, That burgundy really popped through. Uh, I was like, I was like, are you, bl-? I, I noticed a tone, a change in yeah. your face, and you were like, can you, can there be one comment that's not about my skin tone, Matt, please? I know, I'm just trying to, I, I, I want to try and get a job here, and I figured the best way is to check that box. He changed Pantone numbers? Yeah, he did. He did. I did do powder, I did base powder for this one. <laughs> I, I, until we get into the warmer months. <laughs> I don't want to lose everything that's brought me here thus far. Show so stupid today. I love it. All right. Uh, All no, right. I want to ask you about these these clubs too, and uh, and I'll show you this video so you can know what we're talking about. I I thought it was I thought it was the only person in the world that got it in my recommended, and then I it started looked like a joke. I started a talking to some people, and more and more people were like, "Oh, I saw that video the other day. What the hell is that?" And it's this. Kind of weird underground thing that no one's really talking about, but I think it's gotten a lot of our attention. And like, what's happening? It you, I'll show you. I'll show you the break. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was all vague as hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, thinking of mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> nods, nods to the odd. Uh, let's get in the nods to the odd. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've taken a trip around the internet to find out what weird stuff's happening on uh, th- this week and. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video. There's a guy screwing around at work. Can I, I'm going to throw this up for you guys so you can see. He, uh, we've all had bad days at work. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has had a uh, a day where they're like, eh, that's that, fair. You're, 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 you're going to agree it's a little fair? That's fair. Bob had one yesterday. We were beating them up. Yeah, you beat me up bad yesterday. I took wow. It, mm-hmm. yeah, it was my day. Mm. No. It's yeah. not going to happen because yeah. I, I, when I keep going, it just says display settings and it won't uh, give me any screen mirroring. Oh, boy. No respect. No respect from the computer. Okay. Hey, computer. Hey, computer. Hey, I want to know. Uh, anyway, uh, at a Minnesota brewery, it's uh-huh. called the Back Channel Brewing Company. Uh, they posted a video of uh, their employee. He was breaking off a valve. Um, <clears throat> the whole valve snapped from the tank 
and it caused a uh, like basically a geyser of beer to mm-hmm. blow this guy a hundred feet back in the warehouse and then and then just douse him in you know Delicious thousands and beer. thousands of gallons. And I don't know I don't know if that's a good day or a bad day. I don't know how to You can only drink so much. It's I mean a bittersweet. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's not on purpose, so it's a bad day. Yeah. If it was on purpose, it'd be an awesome day. Does that come out of his paycheck? I don't know. I think a small brewery like this, it's just a bunch of dudes, and they're like, ah, brah, well, get me a new disc, golf disc, and we'll call it even or something. <laughs> they got to have a spill tab like bars, right? I'm sure. Right. Yeah, but a spill tab, I mean, this guy spilled literally the equivalent of like 100,000 beers. But could they quickly scoop it up and then sell it as, you know, branded? As, as a sour? As some kind Do you want to try this sour, dude? <laughs> exactly. Here's oh, dude, it. it's or really like cool. super hazy IPA. <laughs> it's a special. <laughs> yeah, is this dirt? No, this is just hazy. hazy. <laughs> dude, you, you ever had a double hazy? This is the very rare quadruple hazy. But it's a little gritty. <laughs> you got to drink it in a little glass, though. We told you it's the glass filter. is important. Is that hair? <laughs> what is this? Can I say that y'all are joking, but those beer drinkers would love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, you know why I know? The beer has now been released as blowback. Oh, okay. Blowback no IPA way. in a limited release. Well, I knew blowback it. I knew it. I'm a marketing guy. I know how to do this. You limited are. release. You are. I, you are. <laughs> I called it. Get it before it's gone. <laughs> uh, a family in oh, Georgia man. has been driven out of their home by a colony of bats that have taken up, which I think most people in Austin would rejoice over. Because we love the bats here now. Almost killed Bob, my brother-in-law. Bob doesn't yeah. like bats anymore. How is he's he? t- he's, uh, he's still a little. He's still not himself. What six months after the fact, he breathes uh-huh. bat dirt. Like you can get really sick from bat guano. Yeah, you're familiar with if bat you, dirt, aren't you? He lives in neighbor. He's he lives in Dallas. He's an award-winning architect. You know the building that stands where the Hooters was. No. <laughs> it looks no. like a giant at South First. That's bat. his building. Big bat, no. Don't he, know he, he's I literally know Anyway, he, he had a neighbor that had a thing called a bat house. I didn't even know that was a thing. It was like a birdhouse for yeah. bats. There was an old guy and his butler that lived in it. <laughs> <laughs> so one day he gets really sick. He gets really sick. They can't figure out. They've never seen this before. He go, the, the Center for Disease Control, he's in the hospital for weeks. Center for Disease Control oh. doesn't know what it is. Finally, they figure out that when he was working in the yard, in his own yard, oh, no. but this bat house was above his property, uh, and he uh. breathed bat dirt, and he got, what's the name of that disease? Bat dirtitis? Uh. No, there's a, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it Injustice. is. Injustice? He almost died. <laughs> he did. And he's he still did. not it 100%. Sad. It sad. Just for, jeez. And here's the thing. <clears throat> He's been, he, he wasn't able to go to the office for what, like six months yeah. or something. He's super behind work. And now, added to that, he has to do crime fighting. The city of Dallas requires him to do <laughs> two hours up, of crime fighting. They put up that light. They and put he's up a light. Got, gotta go. Where's my yeah. cape? And it's brutal for him. He's like, it's like, I've got, when will I have time for me? When will I have time for me? That poor I guy mean, is so nice. I go, you, I go, I go, do not say any. He goes, I'm, you know, they're, he, they wanted to apologize. To, I got, don't. Don't call Thomas J. Henry. Do something. Oh, talk about it. Now, there's that's justice. A, that's your payday. Thomas J. Henry. There's your payday. 
You know, that is the ultimate running joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sponsors. Oh. He's saying something good about it. No, him. I'm just saying. It's kind of positive. I'm saying, <laughs> okay, I'm just, I was telling my brother, you got to litigate. This is your, you almost died because somebody yeah. had. It Well, oh, you want to hear the. Yeah. The, the, or, so the game we play, at first I would just like, it'd be a thing where I'd like get my son. It would be a trigger word. Like, oh, Heath, one more thing. Thomas J. Henry, and he'd be like, oh, he got me. You know what I mean? It's just how we yeah. get each other. Yeah. And now my wife does it too, which is insane. We'll drive up 35, and someone will be like, oh my God, you guys look, look. And <laughs> we point at the J. billboard. Henry. And if you look at it, you got got. You know? I, I yeah. like it's that. Just, That's a I good like game. Thomas J. popping up anywhere. Game, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I don't care. You know, like, I mean, it's awesome. And then he set the bar so high. Like, literally, we were in Florida, and we saw a billboard for a lawyer, and my son's like, that guy sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is not, he is not. He's not and Thomas. I mean, and it goes down the line. Like, obviously, in a band, Get Dang is catchy, but not nearly the power. Um, and boy, he, now he, like, will do all the um, tents on top of it. Like, he does Your little son? bits of all the lawyer commercials. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, Ted's on top of it. Does I didn't know who that was. Does your son know Betty Blackwell? No. I'll have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, it's them. old. The it old, used to run one, yeah. all the time on, on free TV here. Late night. Yeah. And for those of us that didn't have cable, oh. you would see the ad six or seven times that night while you were drunk. Mm. And it'd be, oh. It's a woman on a phone who's got a know? picture of uh, her son, son who's obviously been incarcerated for something he didn't do. Oh, cool. Yeah, but yeah. Awesome. she's, she's like, calling asking friends for a lawyer. Yeah, you know, and, and they, oh, you know Betty? Do you know Betty Blackwell? You know, oh, you do know Betty Blackwell? Yeah, <laughs> I'm what? Betty Blackwell, and if you need a lawyer, I can be your lawyer. And it was, it was that was a long era of the Betty Blackwell era was pretty mm-hmm. long. Man. Then we went into the hip, the hippie rock and roll uh, lawyers. Yeah, with oh that hair. guy, yeah, Funk, yeah, Bonilla and Bonilla. <laughs> oh, that's the one my wife was like, that guy looks freaky. He looks like a mortician. <laughs> you know, he goes, if I hey, feel like something's wrong, and I'm like, I feel like you drank blood for breakfast. Don't cost us sponsors. Sorry. You know, there was a you time. Can't say, you was, can't say that he looks like he drinks blood. There, you can say. But it's true. In my opinion. He'll <laughs> drink blood. From the insurance company yeah. that's trying to hold out on you. Not only will he win the case, but he will dismember the <laughs> opposing counsel. <laughs> Keep the body parts in a spare freezer. <laughs> and when a- the FBI comes, he'll be like, I'm a lawyer and I know my rights. <laughs> there, was a time. there was a couple of weeks where I was walking around the house just throwing out the term net to client. <laughs> <laughs> My wife would go, what was the electric bill this month? And I'd go, I don't know, I think it was 150 net to client. This guy's I a mean, natural CEO of a board. Yeah. He's coming in there and he goes, we're going to make some big changes here. We're not going to give away ketchup packets. We're going to charge a dime. And that, and if you look at the bell curve, this is the Vanessa bell curve. It shows how we will go from red to black. And that's how we're going to save this company. I'm going to Transform this station into we're gonna build a tower. They're gonna be talking about this as part of the Austin skyline. We're hanging uh, all morning with Ali Khan. Uh, you should be following along. Ali Khan eats. Ali Khan eats on Instagram, and uh, he's not going anywhere. We're here until 10 a.m. And then I think we're gonna try to talk him into going to get a, a burger, probably a baconator. Please don't try me. I'm tired. I want to go back to my bed. Wait, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Hang on.
stop with that line of conversation. I know. I re- now I'll be the one. Absolutely blast uh, this You're morning. You're fitting this. in in Texas just fine. <laughs> I know. I didn't think much. Eh, you know what? Eh, let's just go this route. Elikon. Uh, Alicon eats uh, on the Instagrams. I got a question for Ali that's Uh-oh. been bugging me for oh, a while. No. Not about you personally. It's Uh-oh. about hamburgers. You're Word. a hamburger. Word. You're a hamburger expert. Yeah, we should let people know that you've got an, you've got articles that come out in uh, Texas Highways Magazine. You are the official Texas Highways Magazine hamburger reporter. And Up I even, until this morning. <laughs> I also saw that you just had a review come out in Austin Monthly. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, for uh, the new uh, Leroy and Lewis uh, location. Yes. Sorry to step in there, but I want to let people know. There's something that I've called, for many years, I've called it hamburger hand. And that's that thing where you go out and eat hamburgers, and then you're driving home, and your hand's on the steering wheel, and you're like... Mm. Your hand smells like... And no matter how much you washed it, hot water, soap, you still got that hamburger hand all day. Mm-hmm. How is there any cure for that? You know, the first thing I was going to say, Bob, is you know we do need to you know go to the bath. We need these napkins. We need to we know wash our hands with soap and water. Um, I think what we're going to have to do is, it is the just, onions. What is it? What is it that's transferring? I think what we need to do is watch you wash your hands because I think something's not You've working. You've never had hamburger think, hand. No. You know what, do you know what I think the problem is? You, you, here's what I honestly think the problem is. I don't think that Bob has ever had hamburger hand. Hear me out. He washes his hands. He continues. I think he's always had hamburger lip, and he does not realize where the odor is oh, emanating from. Through. Remember that one time? Have you ever washed your mouth? To, one time I went to Whataburger, okay? okay? Well, more than one time. But one of those little... I, so I'm driving around town. It's like four hours after I've had the Whataburger. I go, what the hell is that smell in the car? I can't... Gas. I get out of the car. It's follow, the smells following me out of the car. I go to the Target or whatever, do my shop. Like, what the? I'm like, I'm smell. Like, what's going on? I had a shirt with a pocket on it that day, and uh-huh. one of those flavor crisps, one of those little onion flavor crisps, one of those little onion uh-huh. uh, nuggets or whatever they are, pearls or whatever. Water burgers, onions are cut in a thicker, Just different one way than most had places. had fallen in my shirt pocket, uh-huh. and it caused me mayhem for a good part of the afternoon, I trying think to figure out where the smell comes, was coming from. Oh, boy. Here it comes, because you I know, here it comes. I, you said Waterburger, and yeah, that, that you summoned the angry yeah, California yeah, genie. I, here oh, it comes. You know, we could go this direction, yeah, but, you know, sure. I mean... Generally, with <clears throat> most fast food, um, you know, the produce tends to, you know, have this kind of interesting half-life. You know, it's partially dehydrated. I don't know, whatever it is they do to kind of ship these things to their locations. My guess is this poor onion never had a chance to truly bloom in the lab. But then once it got into Bob's shirt pocket in a warm, humid environment. You see what I just threw there? <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was the call. I want you to think that, like... A whole ring or something had fallen into my shirt pocket. I'm talking about one flavor crystal. (laughs) I love how you call it a flavor crystal. But that was a line from, uh, what was that movie with Anthony Anderson that he was uh, Harold and Kumar? White Castle? Go to White Castle? No, remember the drive-in scene at Harold and Kumar? Go to White Castle? Yeah. uh, Yeah. 
No, yeah. no, no. Har- Harold and Kumar go to... Uh, like sit in the drive-thru and listen Castle. to Anthony Anderson talking about... He goes, uh, those, I don't Harold know what it is about those Harold flavored. and Kumar uh, uh, have they a discussion do? with each other. Oh, no, we're at a hamburger place. place. Was it go to White Castle? Because they're talking no. about... Was there White Castle involved in that? I don't think at all. Harold and Kumar, where's my car? Anyway, there was like, 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 oh, that White Castle, those flavor crystals. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, White Castle, you want to talk about the stench. Yeah, I mean, some of these, these foods, they, they carry a stench. We just have to live with them. Mm. Bob, I think you have a very sensitive nose. You know, my well, dad. Well, a big schnoz. He was, well, you know, we don't have to go that direction. No, you <laughs> were. I was trying to beat you to the insult. You know, I mean, you know, the bigger. You do. You look like a bloodhound, okay? And that is without the ears. And that is one of the things is that I think you're able to pick up hey, a lot of. I can't get it out of my head now. As Humpty said, as, uh, as uh, what's his name said. I got it. In a 69, my Humpty nose will tickle, tickle your, your rear. rear. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there we go. Now I'm thinking about Bob's body parts. It's so weird. I've lost my appetite. We're going to have to skip lunch. You know That's you can. Not... Oh, you know what? We are actually, no, I want to get lunch just so I can, like, see all the onions get all over his hands. And then, and then oh. for weeks, he'll be like, oh, I can't. <laughs> it's like Lady Macbeth out, out, damn I try spot. to watch my carbs, too, and I will throw half of the bun of the burger away and eat it open face. I wish I I, that was a line I should have used. Like the only way to eat water burger, I don't need that extra bun. Toss half the bun. I don't need that extra bun. What's it doing for me? It's just a delivery system. I mean, maybe like uh, if it was like the triple decker kind of thing, like a Big Mac. I I don't know. I mean, I I eat the bun. I tend to skip the fries and Mm. the onion rings. But I think you. I think you're sensitive to onions. I think you're really sensitive to onions. Maybe. And now, um, next time I come back, I'm going to be like, hey, guys. He's also sensitive to happiness and things like that. There's a lot of stuff that really will will send him for a loop. It was just a mystery. You can buy those dehydrated onions and and hydrate them at home and have them for your own burgers. Did you know that? They got don't do this. Dude. They got them online. I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but you but, you dug into apparently this stuff. knows where to get them. But uh, yeah. Where were we going to talk about gatekeeping? Because I have I have a question. We we were talking about gatekeeping. We're okay. talking about the guy that went into a, a restaurant and he like everybody feels like now they don't have their little secret place to go. Is it is it appropriate for customers or fans of a restaurant to be the gatekeepers of that business, or should it be the business owner themselves? Maybe the business owner wants the business. That's a question for Ali, not Maybe me. Maybe he wants the extra traffic. <clears throat> is, is it my right to try to keep something pure? Like, I had the same thing when Springsteen became famous, you know, with Born in the USA album, and now everybody was listening to Springsteen. I was like, I was listening to him for years before you even yeah. know who he was. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're fighting me for the concert yeah. tickets I, I so richly deserve? Yeah. Because now you Bob discovered was, a guy that has been on the scene for 20 years? Bob was like, livid when people found out about Jelly Roll Morton. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that was for it. me. Who is this that young Mozart me. kid? <laughs> I know. It's like every every Tom, Dick, and Harry with the photograph is listening. <laughs> it's not all, fair. But, but people have ownership of restaurants like we do with our music and all that. And they're like, well, you don't want other people to discover it because you want it to be just for you. I don't know if that's fair to the business owner. Yeah, I mean, I will literally tell you when we, when Matt took me to, when I say Matt, Bearden, when Bearden took me to Silver Medal, they're I a was Matt like, Bearden Award winner. Did I you know that? Don't want mm-hmm. to. I was like, I shouldn't do this. I should not like yeah. kill the spot. 
you know? And I, I remember, like, doing a burger series and an L.A. blog, and I was, like, I was finding all the cheap, cool burger spots. And literally someone goes, you're killing all the spots. I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing, you know? Um yeah, and the silver medal thing is, I just, I love that restaurant. I think it's fantastic, um, especially up against, like, the fact that Austin has become such a major player in the dining scene. Mm-hmm. You have food critics coming from mm-hmm. the coast, eating at all these places, you know, um, giving them all the kind of accolades you could ever hope for. And it is great for those businesses, right? And it's ultimately great because it puts, for like it or not, puts Texas, puts a Austin yeah. on a map, yeah, sure. a, a, a map where people will, you know, oh wow, yeah, that that place is great, whatever, da da da. But you know, it's also hard to just like dip out for a spot and not drop 150 bucks a person. Mm, I know. You know, I mean, really, really, I mean, even you guys, you blue collar Joes. Or going to some elite restaurants that I've been to lately, and I'm like, yeah, it's you know, it's a man. I'm I'm glad my kid is almost out of babysitter land, you know, so yeah, I right. can take you, you that extra hundred bucks yeah. and you know right. get a side of rice, <laughs> <laughs> Carolina varietal yeah. rice, and maybe some heirloom beans <laughs> from the <laughs> local farm, some tomatoes from Marfa. Yeah. You know, and uh, I will get them animal style this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's still cheap though. That's one thing about the in and out; it's pretty cheap. God, I, love I love saw that they raised the them though in Cali, right? Wait, what's that? Didn't it go up in price? Just the regular double? Oh God! I'll tell like you, every like time I look dollars. back at all my LA spots and I look at the prices, I was like, "Oh, ouch, dang!" Really, not worth it anymore. Still going up? Yeah, it's all everything. the places you were covering for cheap eats. Uh, I, we never did cheap eats in, in, LA, in LA, but I will tell you, yeah, for the show, it's like Astron. I mean, it's, there's no way, there's no way. I mean that, and that that's something too. I mean, you want to talk about like, I think the diner blowback, if you will. It's like how much prices have increased in a pretty relatively mm-hmm. short amount of time. I mean, I was even looking at, you know, I go to ACL. And I'd always do posts about all the... Because the food scene at ACL is awesome, right? They do a great job picking mm-hmm. up those spots. Just seeing the prices of, like, the same freaking brisket sandwich I got in, like, 2019 to now. Yep. It's gone up, like, 35%, 40%. Really? Easy, you know? Even, like, brisket. I mean, brisket has gone up. Now it's, like, what, 30-something bucks a pound, right? It's very expensive. Yeah, it's 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 an expensive mm-hmm. thing. It's an expensive thing. Yeah, cheap eats days. Um, but, but, I mean, know. these businesses, when they get found out, what's they, the fear is that it's crowded and prices go up because of demand, right? Or is that they morph capital? into, all... maybe they morph into something else. And then it... I don't know whose decision it is, I, I, but I know the, that I know that we own we hold these little secret spots sacred. I, I but think what happened with the not silver medal, the silver medal dust up, had yeah. less to do with you know you want people. I, I those are my friends. I want money yeah, going in there. Exactly. I think why that one particularly ruffled some feathers is that it had a little feel there of sort of. Um, well, it's 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 not in the on the beaten path. It's a little out there. It's a little blue collar, and it's a little seedy and dirty. And it feels like, oh, this is my place away from the city. Once when, when you start 
advertising it to, I would say, the masses. Mm-hmm. How about that? The masses? Yeah. I think the worry is, oh, well, I now, there's only seven seats in the entire place. Will I now be not be able to get in one of my favorite places? And who will be in there are moms trying to bring their kids in, even though it says no one under 21. And the thing is, it's a bar that has incredible food. Yeah. Right. And Tech I think the worry with is laptops instead of well, packs of and I think that's the thing is, do you are you gonna start having this? Are you gonna start feeling uncomfortable being yourself because there's these clean folk around or whatever? I and, and, and I don't know. I don't know what. Don't know. Well, what the answer is? They, yeah. I mean, you, you need to you build s- a bigger place. All I of guess. a sudden, the Austin Elite Men's Club are holding meetings there. Yeah. Ooh, and it's chaka. not in Austin Ooh, Elite. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was a time, and Ali Khan is going to have a trouble with this route, but I'm sure that it's just what I came to my mind. There, I'm sure there was a time when Guy Fieri had one little shack restaurant somewhere. In right? Flavortown? In Flavortown somewhere. And now he is what he is. So maybe people are supposed to evolve in more. They are. Maybe they're not supposed to say small. I don't forever. think anyone yeah. said that you shouldn't do that. I was just asking, like, what are the ethics? Well, you, I don't you know. You even said, e- "Hey, I don't know if I should write about." I or mean, how, I don't know how I should write about. Uh, yeah. silver medal. I, I I would say this, um, and to your point of like, you know, when you do something for uh, you know a magazine where there's like a team of people and stuff, like there's a lot of thought ultimately. A lot of work that goes into just posting it, and I'll I'll just say this too, not to make it so Long special, but sometimes it's like frustrating. I'm like, I just want to like post about something, right? But yeah, like you know, the thing is, I think to your point about those Instagram type of posts that we're talking about, they just do something to kind of go, hey, yo, check it out. This is the hot spot. And I found going. it. You know, mm-hmm. me, I found it. That's kind of the kind of the content kind of branding oh, yeah. associated yeah. with it. And when you look at you know, for example, David Douglas's posts, and you know, you look at all the restaurants. It's just kind of like a, a big collection of stuff that's just like, oh yeah, this is popular. This is popular. This right. is popular. Versus like, hey, I'm just trying to do these specific types of things. But I'll say this: in the end of the day, the worst thing would be for Silver Metal to close its doors. Correct. And that happens all the time with restaurants because it is a tough business to make money right. at yep. period right. bottom line that's it so ultimately go to silver metal um no, ultimately i'm gonna be there with the austin elites men's club yeah uh, <laughs> and that's what as I soon think as i, I get my hamstring i felt like out. we were giving uh douglas too much flack over what ostensibly is, well, a guy trying to help his own career, but also doing so by shining a light on a bunch of places that people might not know about. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, it's funny, too. Sometimes it's like you think, you know, uh, you, you, you feel like, oh, yeah, everyone knows about this place or this thing. There's a zillion people that don't, you know. Like our so. show. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. There's that. There's that. That felt very. But very I like real. being niche. Sad now. It's nice to be niche. <laughs> uh, let's throw in one quick story, if you don't mind. Hey, Chewy, what? For the last two days, I've seen Kellogg CEO. Oh boy. Up on the board, and I'm wondering what what happened with the Kellogg CEO. You well, missed a G. Isn't there two G's at the end of Kellogg? I think so. Yeah. I'm but what, sure. he's facing. A, there is uh, two G's. Two He's, L's, two G's. The right? CEO is facing a little bit of backlash because he recently went out and said that. Uh, Wait, a minute, people, he's not. He's not cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Mm-mm. Well, he wants you to be, and he says people should eat cereal. Families should eat cereal for dinner. 
to save money during these trying times. <laughs> oh, my God. I have no problem with breakfast for dinner. <laughs> that is depressing. Uh, but I don't, that's the way he phrased it. His name is CEO Gary. <laughs> the way he phrased it. Well, no, breakfast for dinner is my house is a thing. I love breakfast for dinner. Everybody love. loves breakfast. So what did he say that was... But I want well, eggs. Can we just say... This is how it sounded, basically. <laughs> want is, eggs. We're in this, we're in a country, uh, and uh, basically the president of Gruel steps forward and says, you know what? Uh, more families should really enjoy what we provide, Gruel. It's not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> here's what your corporate overlord said. The, c- the cereal category has always been quite affordable, and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family... Versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. How, for much, you, Bob, did, and how much did the CEO Kellogg make last year? Oh, here it comes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's in this article. And but remember, see. I mean, cereals. Always, remember the TV commercials when you were kids? They may still say it. It's part of, it's part of your complete breakfast. So it's part of your complete dinner, <laughs> right? I mean, cereal uh, for dessert has its. Place. He himself made four million dollars. I guess. Yeah. Uh, last year. Uh, he uh, he earned uh, he earned no he earned he has a base salary of one mil and he additionally owned er, he wait earned for, another for four, running Kellogg's he own, earned another four million in incentive compensation. I was, so yeah, that's that's gonna say that's the you know they do this just so when you look it up they're like oh it's not the, it's not a hundred gazillion. What is wrong I, with us that we think that I five think he's million dollars a year is not a lot. Yeah, he's underpaid for it. That's a huge corporation. Yeah, it should be like a gazillion dollars. No. It should be like, <laughs> no. you know, like Dr. Evil. You're no. flakes. All right? Yeah. Sorry. It's taking up half of... Sugar Your Kellogg's takes up a half of an aisle at H-E-B. How long is the you're cereal making, run You're been? making one million... You're making what the President of the United States makes? Cereal hasn't been a the fad. The President of the United States makes 300 and some odd thousand dollars a year. I thought he made right? a million. I no, thought it was 400, a million. 400,000. I thought Vice President gets half a million. Look... Ouch. It doesn't matter. The the point compensation has gone overboard. No, oh, I to agree. To the point I agree, but that I'm when saying, we tell you that someone's making five million a year, you're like, Oh, he's not getting it. I know, it but enough. I'm seeing Kellogg's is this he's big also industrial telling, giant. And, and the employees should be paid well so the CEO doesn't get paid one billion dollars. The money should be going to well, everyone on the What are the team? employees doing? They're inspecting the flakes. The <laughs> money it, should be little... shared all around. <laughs> Duh. What, what country is that? Duh. This is right. I don't know. It's this, this Russian. Turkmenistan. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, is no, there is no leader. They were all leaders. Uh, uh, we all work for each other, the great mother country. Only the uh, this poor guy is just this new era in Kellogg Corporation, comrades. <laughs> we are now equal brothers. We cannot have cereal without the hammer and the sickle, especially the sickle. Is this is Count Chocula from where you? One, two. You guys missed like, like it was off air, like but that yeah, that's the count. derailed. But what, it was off air. But Ali Khan's Middle Eastern accent was the the worst thing I've ever had, and I almost felt like your card was going to be rescinded because I know your accent for any country is just this Russian criminal, right? Yeah, it's pretty much like Ivan Drago when he's like, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. dies, and that was a Swedish guy playing or a German guy playing. You know, that, right. that's how. 
You know, and that's, yeah, I just could not get any of those coveted roles in Sabrina the Witch because I could rent the turban from the costume shop. <laughs> but when it came down to being like, Raj, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it looks good on you, Sabrina. <laughs> like, they're like, um, do you want to try that again? <laughs> Take it. I, uh, Just edit the cat in. <laughs> you brought up a point that Kellogg has half of the cereal aisle, but their boxes have one quarter the cereal. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's well, also an issue. So, uh, that's quit selling of, me a giant box. That's because box. of handling. It's a settling. There's some settling. I'm having to it's do it. Right it's printed Guess right on there. Guess what? It's cereal printed. for dinner, also some settling. It's okay? printed on there. <laughs> some settling may occur, occur during handling. That's a, on like, every box. Cereal for dinner is, is about as depressing as I've, <laughs> thing I've ever <laughs> heard. Well, we said breakfast. Man. We said breakfast for dinner, and cereal is part but of this a guy's pushing cereal. Like, what's for dinner, Ma? Rice Krispies. <laughs> we are in not the, even the cocoa, just the straight yeah, dried rice. This is the dystopian future. We are here. Whoa, geez. that is the Kellogg cereal guy. Here's saying, the thing: eat cereal to save money out there. You got to still buy milk. You still have to buy milk, right? Here's the problem. Water. Water, yeah. And and guess what? You can't be like taxi driver and pour bourbon in in the... There are poor single mothers out there that have already discovered cereal for dinner, okay? They don't need to be reminded by the guy who's making $5 million a year. Grossly underpaid. It's (sighs) Kellogg's. It's true. They haven't came I, out with anything I, mean, I think he's hiding his real There's, money. I mean, the guy that has the company that puts the cereal in the bag, the bag cereal guy, he should make $5 I think million. $5 million is too much. You haven't come out with a new cereal in 30 years. What did he come up with the idea? Like, oh, let's take cereal and also put it in a smaller box. He's just getting paid residuals from Frosted Flakes yeah. at this point. Wait, I'm trying to think. There have been new cereals. Name one. I don't know. They put new things in them. Okay, what happened, right. what happened when Tony the Tiger There's, asked for they, a tiny bit of a raise? They, Not on the effing box anymore, nothing, is he? He's no, gone. He's General Mills. Coked out of his mind. He's yeah. general, he's, oh, you know what? Let's general compare Mills, CEOs. What's what, what's Post? There's yeah. Kellogg's Post general and Mills. General what's, what's the general making? <laughs> is the real question. That's the question. <laughs> Ten hut. I'll look up Post CEO. You look up Post. General Mills CEO. So. And what's the one? Cashies? What's what's Pick one of the health let's cereals. See. Oh, the Whole Foods brand? Uh, let's Three, see. Six. Are you ready? The president and chief CEO of Post Cereal makes $800,000 a Bro, year as a base They salary. are hiding. Okay, that's what it is. It's these base. Because when they right. go in front there's of gotta Congress. Be mm-hmm. sal- there's got to be. Aren't they subsidized? They're cornflakes, right? Yeah. There oh, you go. oh. Post-holding CEO Rob Vitale, appointed in 2014, has a tenure of nine and a half years. His total yearly compensation, here we go, Uh his base salary is 7.2% of his compensation. He made made $17 million. See, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. He owns 1.3% of the company. But he keeps his mouth shut. Worth $85 million. Because he knows... You know what he does? He walked out and he goes, hey, in these trying times, you know what's great for dinner? Dry-aged steak. <laughs> but na- I can't with name a big, one, fat cigar. Name one post-cereal, though. Huh? I can't name Raisin Bran. Was that post? Raisin Bran. Was that post? Honeycombs? Are you sure that's Jesus. post? Yeah, of course it is. Bringing up the honeycombs. Uh, yeah. What else? Here's the... Hey. You, uh, what, what, what's... I'm the CEO of what company? 
How about you post these nuts in your <laughs> mouth? Yeah. Oh, oh. That doesn't even make any sense. I'm rich. I'm rich. You know what doesn't make sense? Me getting paid $90 million to sell you cereal. That's already been made. <laughs> I just want to see the congressional hearings where the guy gets brought up. And they're like, excuse me. Now, uh, Some guy from... Let me tell you, see, this is uh, the Senator uh, Senator Tuberville here. So, I, I, I just curious. You told Americans, and I quote, I quote here. This is a good accent, isn't it? I, I quote here: Americans who are struggling, families. By the way, this is his Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, families that are struggling, uh, they can just have a nice bowl of cereal for dinner, four spoons, or however members of your family are. Now, do you think that is fair for someone who makes, oh, you only make $4 million a year? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to let you go. <laughs> let me just conclude this. That's lunch. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's break for lunch. Bring out the cereal bar. <laughs> who, who wants bourbon for lunch? I do. Let's go. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gents. Uh, we are Mornings with Matt and Bob. We've had special guest Ali oh Khan in this morning who has uh, given us a lot of laughs. A great guest. And uh, he's actually run, he's run down the hall real quick to get some. This is how we do it. He's like, he's like, do I have time? I was like, of course. We're not a professional show. We've no. never we've never been professional. Bob's been here for over 30 years. He's never, ever tried professionalism. I have no it's idea what that even his, looks like or sounds that's like. That's not I what he's even know. It's not my It's not my brand. Uh, Chewy, I, I hesitate to ask, but did we just get a phone call from the gentleman who said, I'll make this short, and then proceeded to be part of the longest is, yeah. the, lar- the longest phone call we ever got yesterday? This is a gentleman from a couple days ago and from a few months ago. I guess he's got a girlfriend, and he's planning. He's, he's devised a plan to take Austin back somehow. And I don't know if we should hear him out or not. Please don't give him our address. Yeah, can we put him on real quick? <laughs> sure. Was, remind, me, remind me his name. Uh, his name is Mark. 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 Hey, hey, Mark. It's Matt. How are you this morning? Okay, Matt. Okay, so yesterday... Well, wait, hang on. No. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Real quick. We have special guests in today and, and one tomorrow. Is there any way that you can call us with another long call on Monday, maybe? What's today? Today, today is leap Thursday. Day. Yeah. yeah, leap day. I want to be respectful. I, 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 oh, yeah, it's leap year. I sensed yesterday, you said that you had served, and I sensed yesterday that you, you maybe there's a lot going on for you. I don't want to put diagnose you over the air, but maybe you've also... <laughs> was that you? That was you, right? Yeah, that's that's oh, my dog. dog. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, that there's yeah, a lot going on for you, right? Oh, yeah. I got... I, dude, I have like a million things on my plate, but yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it big. Okay, good. Well, we we we, we, we want to be respectful and, and talk to you more, but we we have to uh, take a little break, and we also need to show some respect to our guests through here. Is that okay? Is that okay yeah. with you, Mark? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll awesome. call you back on Monday. Hey, let me say one last thing though, Chewy. I'm going to email you. We're going to go into business for ourselves. Okay, forget this, Jack and Bob or whoever these guys are. I'm already forgetting are, about them. Yeah, exactly. Those losers. And we're going to do it big, and we're going to make all the money. We're going to take Austin back. And we're going to make this country, America, great again. We're going to do it. I think somebody already has that yeah, you got, slogan. I mean, look, yeah. You're going to have to probably workshop and a different slogan. Gets litigious. That's yeah. a good point, Jack. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> All right, Mark. Wait. Well, I can't wait to hear no, your no, point. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'll say, I'll, okay, we will rebrand it. Make Austin great again. Still kind of the same. 
God. <laughs> All right, we'll All work right, on the marketing. You. All right. Thank Appreciate you, Mike. It. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, I'll email you, Chewy. I'm going to email you. Love I'm excited. You. I'll be looking out yeah. for it. I'll check my spam yeah. and everything. Thank yeah, you. check the spam, check all the things. All okay, right. thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Whew, dodged a bullet. This uh, is scary sometimes. What, well, our show? Yeah. yeah, you don't even know. They're harmless. You in the food world. What's you scary got, to you? It is ridiculous because <laughs> you guys are You guys in TV are so removed from, I know, from the from reality. people. Like from this. people. And it's ridiculous. It's because you have that whole team that works around you. Know, if somebody tries to walk up you on a set, there, there's some, oh, there's some young 20-year-old. Yeah. That's true. A PA That's who, true. who has you to know, block and go, I'm sorry, you cannot please speak do not to make eye Mr. contact Khan. We, Mr. We, I'll, I'll tell you a perfect story of how having a, yeah, you know, do, how, how can you diffuse a situation? Put like a young twenty-something female in there. Yeah, we we we, um, we were shooting in a food truck, and the food truck like I think we had the truck move so we can get a really good shot, and we, we didn't realize this. We inadvertently pulled this food truck up to completely block this other restaurant. <laughs> so you know we're doing our thing, shooting and stuff, and there's all this downtime, and uh, you know this guy comes up and he goes, "Hey." Um, can I talk to whoever's in charge here? And I was kind of like, I kind of could say it's me, but I'm not responsible. <laughs> right. Maybe you want to talk to Chris. I mean, she's kind of a big picture type person. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> the, picture. I'm the star of the show, but I don't really want to have to do any of the work if you don't mind. Let me put this slider down and maybe find <laughs> someone who can answer your question. And the guy goes, yeah, um, I was wondering... If you could move your bleeping truck, because you're blocking my He just lost. Oh, really? And it was completely fair, because it's like, dude, you just parked your truck, and no one can come and buy my stuff. And um, our, our our PA, or production coordinator, Vanessa, who's, you know, whatever, it's like a glorified you know, PA job, whatever, right. who handled a lot of stuff. She just came up. She goes, okay, like, let's talk. Well, how can we rectify this situation? And I remember we were all like, A, she stepped up. She totally right. stepped mm -hmm. up. So, A, she's smart, handled the situation, whatever. But he chilled out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, could I chill that dude out? I'd be like, uh, I mean, is it really in the way? I just want to eat this slider. He, you know? I, you say? <laughs> I remember working on a set one time, and we had this adorable young woman that was employed, and it was her job to go up on Saturday mornings. We were shooting in neighborhoods in Austin, and it was always her job to go up to other homeowners and say, I'm sorry, but can you not run your lawnmower today? Now imagine in Texas telling a man who wants to mow his lawn, can you not run your lawnmower? It's how you get shot, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the first time it was done, it was done with this one kid who got screamed at all day long. And then somebody else said, hey, put Caroline on it. Yeah. And she started going and she was from the South and yeah. was just, not just super easy on the eyes, but also just like an adorable, and she would say, sir, I'm, t I'm terribly sorry to bother you. We're, we're they were doing a thing down the street, and I've been asked. My boss has asked me to come talk, and they go, "Well, your boss shouldn't do that." Too. Well, I know, but that's. Well, I don't want to, but I don't want you to get in trouble, young sweet Caroline. And it would, it would work every Bingo. single time because it went from us having to pay people like five hundred dollars to not mow their lawn to. They would just send Sweet Caroline down there. And the next thing you know, we'd have a guy going, "Well, do you want the set mode? I could mow the set yeah. for you." Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, you know, I one of my <clears throat> first jobs in my incredibly 
amazing financial career was um, going door to door asking people to donate for some like public interest group. Yeah. I was terrible at it. My friend who got me the job was like a little hippie chick. She did wonders Crushed, because yeah. the door would open and they'd be like, okay, I'll listen to you. I showed up, Rasta hat, long hair. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, do you like care about the environment? I'm kind of doing this thing, clipboard, need money, you know? <laughs> no, need money. I didn't last three days doing this thing. But my friend Laura, who <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, look how much I made. Like, Are you ready for this? Yeah. I don't want to call him out, but somebody in this room who's a homeowner and might be sitting between the two of us. Hang on. Had a young. It's that guy, Jack. Had a young French girl. Oh yeah. Come to his door. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I make well, this. I'm a art student. I make art, and Bob she had goes, a portfolio. Bob goes. I was. Uh, I was an art student too. <laughs> well, the thing is, she, she was, was so attractive. She was so attractive, like beyond, like she was so attractive. She has this difficult. portfolio. She's at my front door. So I don't want to make a living. I'm starving. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to shorten this activation or I, this. Uh, um, Perhaps you heard the France. We've so invented our own type look, of kiss. Normally, I would send somebody away at my door. I said, I will look at I will now happily Bob look is at your now port- flipping through a portfolio of at his every door. art style that you can imagine that she claims she painted. Everything from seagulls over the waves to Dadaism to uh, Impressionism, uh, Picasso, what, what, a Cubism. I go, I go, I'm like. That is incredible. I go, you're so profound in yeah. all these styles of Why, are, of, of why are there drips and drops of General So's chicken on all of these paintings that you painted in France? <laughs> so eventually the white van came around that she had to jump back in. And then I went in my car to go find out, like, what, what what's... The, I want to know what the scam is. Like, what... They were... Also, other beautiful women with portfolios going door for door, that door to door, that were coming out yeah. of this what white a van. Genius hustle! And the yeah. guy driving it spoke like this: "Your turn, Rebecca. Get out of car. Go to but for weeks, Bob House. For weeks, I kept thinking that I should have saved her. I can save her. I can save her. Just ditch my wife, marry her, save her." Gar, you know, help her with her art career. Yeah. Hey, I feel like this is um, kind of like a loose a bad, plot line a of like uh, a Taken. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. In, in a, a domestic version. Here's the pitch, guys. What yeah. he was it's really like going to pitch her. I'm just this but, regular guy yeah, in suburbia. Guy. This girl comes to my door. What he wanted to pitch her was, it's clear that you're already in a situation that you don't want to be in. <laughs> Would you like to a lateral move <laughs> to another situation you don't, don't want to be in? I don't even think the French accent was real, but she claimed all of those paintings were by her hand. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I, what I'm and imagining. I've seen those at, at hotels on a well, Saturday. What I'm you know, imagining is me for the rest of this afternoon riding down this Bob Odenkirk vehicle. Yeah. Of yeah. how someone rings his doorbell and he just gets deep involved. And it's crazy. Ring, everything goes. Yeah. And by writing down, he means having ChatGPT do it, just like he does for all of his articles. That's true. <laughs> Damn it. The editor might actually listen to this. I'm really tempted, not going to lie. <laughs> I bet you are. Oh, especially the blog. I mean, seriously, who's really. I mean, I, I think I write like 
chat GP. It's really just like blah, 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 search word, blah, 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 search word, (laughs) search word, search word. I might as well just do it in a Russian accent like chat GPT, commence blog article on silver metal, search word, silver metal, burger, Ali Khan, cheap eats food network, enter, you know, (laughs) premiere. We have landed on moon. Like, what? No, what is this? I wanted to write a blog, stupid chat GPT. You have an article out uh, that just dropped with Texas Highways Magazine. You went to Fort Worth and checked out all the, the great burgers in the Fort Worth area. If anybody's heading up there for uh, spring break or something, they should definitely look at that. Or you want to make a day trip out of heading to Fort Worth. It's 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 a three-hour drive, but it's feasible. Um, I've I've gone up there before, not for a day trip. I usually will stay the night and then come home. When you drive to your homeland, South Texas, how long is that drive? Well, I don't do it very often, and it can it depends on how how old my kids are. Uh, now I could probably make it six, eight from here, eight, eight, seven hours. Oof. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, going to Fort Worth for you, you're just like, ha, ha, ha. it's it's only the first leg of trip, comrade. <laughs> yeah, no, as Not a kid, I lived in, what's funny is Houston is actually farther, farther, <laughs> further uh, from Brownsville than, than Austin is. Even yes. though I feel like we're, you know, we're further over in the state, it should be longer. Uh, it took longer to get there from Houston. It was eight hours. We used to do it all the time. And then I lived in Louisiana for a while, and that was uh, like a 12-hour trip. That's oh, fire. yeah, you need to and eat we a lot did of that cereal for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <you laughs> and there's not a lot to see. Grab a couple of boxes. Of there's cereals. not a lot to see or do uh, on that. No on time that to stop for dinner. <laughs> we're just going to, Mr. Never, Kellogg says. We're just going to fist hand. Fist into the Cheerios box. The whole point of having you in this morning was to talk to you about these select groups and what groups we were going to start. And we never got around to it. It was so fun oh, hanging, really? hanging out with you. But we oh, have yeah. to have you back at some point to talk about Because Bob wants to start a select group where it's it's just men in suits playing bowling. and suits, bowling. it's called. Oh, yeah. We got you know, we saw this. Not every time. We want to compete with Austin Should we do elite a burger group. club? How about that? Well, how, but how can we make it ball. elite? How do we make it elite? <laughs> We're going to charge a lot of money. I think it's closed. You want in? You got to pay. Who's getting the money? The you? pickleball court. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'll cook up the spot, so to speak. Pardon the pun. I got a transport guy, a little van, a white van. <laughs> we just got to clear out some ladies and their portfolios. <laughs> we're gonna take. We're gonna put the dudes in the back of a dark white van and uh, drive around some burgers. Burger club. Oh, and you get like exclusive elite burgers. <laughs> okay. By the way, burgers. Follow AliKhanEats dot com. Not .org. Don't have that website yet. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's a burger club. All right. Elite, the first the rule elite. about burger club. Uh, oh, overall, and quickly, there are a lot of new exclusive elite restaurants popping up here. Uh, there are, are big magazines. The, the New York Times is writing about Austin. L.A. Times is writing about Austin. Uh, Washington Post, I see, has published a few things about Austin. Uh, the James Beard Foundation has been looking at Austin for some. So. But is it danger? Austin isn't in danger of losing its underground status, or ooh, that's an interesting face you just made. I mean, look, I, I, I'm just another transplant, right? But right. I can say certainly since being here in 2015, yeah, the city has definitely changed. It's also like there's just monumental change everywhere in terms of like what it means to go out, dine out. You know, the expense that is associated with it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, like the good old days are obviously good for some people, not for others. It, does something like Instagram that everyone all over the country is, on, is looking at the same things, are we in the danger of all these different food scenes all trying to become the same food scene? Because they see what's working in one place. So basically mm. L.A., Denver, Austin, everyone's going to end up having the, the same food scene? You know, you could make a really interesting point. That I just did. Thank you. The popularity of, well, I haven't made it yet, so slow, <laughs> so it's not slow your roll. Slow your roll. Here, here I am. I'm in my lane now. <laughs> you stick to your lane, Bearden. <laughs> Radio, Talk about dude. driving 11 hours to Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, it took me 11 hours. That's the Bearden stuff. But you could make the argument that the popularity of Texas barbecue, how everyone, it's the most emulated barbecue style out there, and it's a global thing. Uh, is why brisket is expensive as it is. Yeah. Because it went from like, oh yeah, it's like a cheap cut mm-hmm. to, you know, supply and demand rules. It's oh, now yeah. more expensive. Also, the other thing too is when we kind of say, oh yeah, oh, someone comes into town, you got to try some brisket and stuff. And this happened to me the first time I had real Texas barbecue. I had the good stuff. I had the USDA Prime. Like, you know, when you go to like the legacy places in uh, uh, Lockhart and things like that, they don't use like elite cuts. Snows. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, uses I think USDA choice, right? I mean, that's just makes sense, you right. know. But when you get used to like what Aaron Franklin introduced, which is getting you know sourced beef, mm-hmm. trimming it yourself, getting uh, the highest grade possible, and then you go, oh, well, that's expensive. Well, duh, you know, yeah. you're you're having the expensive stuff. But um, yeah, no, I think there's a homogeny that comes with social media and food scenes, but that's just the way it is. I mean, I'm sure back in the day, someone was like, man, I'll tell you, all these highways used to be George Peach. You were in Georgia. Now I can get a George Peach in California. And I got one last question for you, Mr. Kellogg's, Kellogg's president. Do you like my bolo time? We hope you have enjoyed our morning with the man of a thousand voices. It's true. So many. So talented. Oh. The thing is, these accents can't come through in your writing. You need to do. You need to start doing audio, audio books of your of your articles. I'm literally here to figure out my life, and I figured it out. <laughs> so stupid. What have I done oh, all morning? I don't know. <sighs> Wasted okay. your time. Okay. Uh, Ali Khan. Ali Khan eats. On the IG, we're at Matt and Bob FM. We'll definitely link to Ali Khan. Can uh, are you? Just, do you have to get home? Can we talk to you? We'll uh, we'll talk off air. We'll yeah, talk yeah. off air. We may have to. But well, poor Chewy's gonna. I'm starving. Chewy okay. hasn't eaten in like two hours. Waste so. of <laughs> <life>. <laughs>